Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode number 211. I am your host, Travis. Thank you for joining us this week. We are back. A couple weeks off. It was nice. Did some stuff. Joining me in the studio here, it is my normal co-host, Justin. Hi, buddy. What's up, man? Great shirt you got on there. I know. Great shirt you have on there. I mean, dude, it was sitting out here from the last show, so... <laughs> Jeez. I only wear it for the show. It's just my show shirt now, so... Um, all right. This is episode 211. Uh, we haven't done a show in a couple weeks, like I said. We've got Loretta's talk. we got a lot of Loretta's talk to talk about here. We have Unadilla talk to talk about. Um, I, got a ra- I got a rant. You finally. have a rant. We have a Holster Co. rant. I have a Holster Co. rant. Apparently, Justin has a Holster Co. rant, too. Mm-hmm. So this will be fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about this. Um, we've got Privateer Hero Kevin Moran's coming on to talk about yesterday and what the fuck happened, why I didn't qualify. I'm pulling the sponsorship money for this month because we did not qualify for the race. So Dude, I was wondering, like I was watching after the first mo- or when the first moto and they were going through and I didn't see Kev's name. I was like, well, he was in after first qualifying session. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. No, when I looked to do fantasy picks yesterday, yeah, he was like 38th overall. Uh, in qualifying right behind walker ironically and then uh yeah and then when i was like today it was literally today when i was watching the motos i was like oh wait where's kev oh oh by the way you sucked in fantasy i don't want to talk about it (laughs) wasn't good i basically picked my team thursday and then i made some adjustments yesterday but yesterday was pretty hectic so there wasn't a lot of time to do that so that's why i was like let me know if anything crazy happens in qualifying like somebody crashes their fucking Ah, brains out which would have been nice to know because christian craig was my all-star so thanks really appreciate that help you could you could have told me that craig wadded his fucking shit in practice look man it came out for the second practice no baby (laughs) He he was fine hey hey he wadded the fuck out of himself. I know you're at a race doing two classes today, so you're a little busy to fucking pay attention to this and that he a- and, the, and you ask. But hey, I needed to gain some points on you. All right. Look, I'm just gonna tell you, it wouldn't have mattered have you gotten full points or not. Your day was terrible. So uh, yes, cool, I know. You would have got 300. You still would have got I smoked. I know. It was fucking. It was bad. What did you get? 483. Fucking god damn it. Cole's ahead of you now. <sighs> Everything I worked to gain is now gone. Yeah, you're not making that back up. You're quite a ways back now. Am I really? Yeah, I was dude, like 200 ahead of you. That should be fine. You weren't 200. You weren't even 100. And then you lost 200 some odd points yesterday. Fuck me. I know. It was yeah. a bad day yesterday. I was like, when I looked, dude, at mid first moto, because Flow Racing was doing the, uh, they were streaming like the first half of the 250 moto or something on their YouTube. So I was watching oh, really? that. Yeah. I was pretty pumped because I was like, oh, sweet. So I was watching that. And then uh, I look at my fantasy and I'm like 66 points. I'm like, this is going well. I think that was right after Jet hit the deck the second time in that first moto, and I was like, yeah, this is going great. Good day for me. Good day. I'm just going to go ride. Fuck this. I'm out. I'm going to go ride. All right. Before we get started here on talking about stuff, uh, let's thank our sponsors. So first off, Energy Fuel, the best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. I just want to take a second here to dive a little bit into the Energy Fuel Complete Racing Solutions sponsorship we have here. 
Um, for anyone wondering if that stuff is good, it works, whatever, I would just like to put a personal testimony as to all of it, like Coach Rob's training, all of that. Um, I don't follow Coach Rob's training to a T. I'll be the first to admit that. He doesn't I bounce ideas off of him and I take in what he says and I, and I use what I can out of it. But I also have training methods that I've discovered over myself and how my own body works and we're all different. So whatever, but what he has taught me and what he has put into place with me and all of this stuff like that. So I went yesterday and I rode two classes and I'll be totally transparent. I ride old fat guy, slow guy, vet sport, which is the lowest level of vet class you can ride. And yesterday I also rode D class because Dude, how sweet is this video going to be? From D-Class to Supercross in two months. <laughs> God, I hope you don't die. Tell me that that's not going to be a sweet fucking video. Jesus. Tell me it's not going to be. I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be it's fucking be sweet. I mean, From D-Class to Supercross you're gonna get in burned, two months. You're going to get burned in the comments, but it's fine. I don't give a fuck. Anyway. Uh, like, I, yeah, I rode Supercross. Look, track. the vet class is my normal class. That's what I ride all the time. And I wanted to ride two classes... And D-Class was pretty much my only option. Otherwise, they bumped me out of the vet class. So, I rode D-Class. Um, I rode both classes, four motos, single practice. Did not ride clean bike practice. Mostly because we were the last practice before clean bike. So, I had to just ride and ride. And I didn't, didn't want to do that. Anyway, I got done yesterday. And I felt fine. I came home and I did my foam rolling. Just like coaches taught me. And today, I feel fine. Like... My legs don't hurt. I'm not tired. I'm not laying on the floor dying. I didn't do that yesterday. I had energy for the second motos, whole nine yards. What he teaches works. The energy fuel helps. I used that yesterday. Um, I didn't drink a whole energy fuel in between motos and stuff, but I drank some. Um, so that whole situation there from Complete Racing Solutions is legitimate. It does work for a normal person like myself coach has me on the Garmin watches. I have the Garmin scale. I have my Garmin dashboard helps me keep track of things. And honestly, it helped this week. I was missing some hours of sleep due to work. I got on my Garmin dashboard. I saw what my body battery was, all this stuff. Again, all stuff that coach Rob has taught me how to read and understand and everything. <clears throat> and so I backed my workouts down this week. I backed my riding down this week. I did all of this stuff to be ready for yesterday to race local race i know but you still have to go do it um so anyway so if anyone's questioning whether they should do that or not it definitely will help you can do one of coach's camps that will give you a good insight and kind of a overhead view of it and he dives deep into whatever you want to talk about and dive deep into you can actually sign up for his monthly stuff where you do it it all will work it works together and you can add it to what you're already doing and kind of cohesively make a great thing that works, which is what I've done. Cause I still like to lift a lot of weights. I like to lift everything's up and put them down. Yeah. And look, a lot of people will <clears throat> go, I don't think our viewers hmm. would do this because they've been with us for quite a long time and they understand, you know, the people that we associate with the things that we do. But a lot of people hmm. that would hear that from somebody of what you just said, Oh, I'm in the D class or I'm in vet sport. They would go, why are you on a training program, especially if you're not trying to do Loretta's? But the thing is, there's other reasons to train outside of just trying to be faster on a like faster on the bike. Like like you said, you don't want to be dead ass tired. You still have a normal <coughs> job. And 
if you're not going out there and training where your body can recover or you can make it through those without making, you know, being mentally drained or, you know, putting more stress on one side of your body, like it's going to make your normal activities very, very hard. So there's other reasons to train outside of just, oh, I'm trying to be fast on a dirt bike. Like, yeah. Look, for you, being on a fast, fast on a dirt bike is it's fun. But it's not like it's not your job. Like you no. don't you don't race motocross for a living. You do it as a hobby and you love it. And it's nice to be able to go do my hobby yesterday. I did more than I normally would. I have not raced two races in or two classes on the same day in five or six years. Yeah. And the last time I did it, I remember I was dead afterwards. I was like, this was a dumb choice. Yeah. Yesterday I was not. Yeah. I attribute that to training because I'm older. And trust me, it hits me harder now than what it used to. Yep. But here I am. I'm sitting here today. I feel fine. Like I said, doing the foam rolling last night. I can walk today. If I wouldn't have done that, I probably today would be hobbling around going, oh, my God, my fucking legs are uh, whatever. You know, because like I didn't go ride a normal local track either. Like I went and rode Redbud. Yeah. Your testimony, and your testimony, in my opinion, just from the different people that I've been around as far as like trainers, but ones that we, cause we all like to do the trainer thing, mm-hmm. but like people that are actually like legit, like physical conditioning trainers. Um, your testimony, in my opinion, is more important than a professional because it's like, they're getting paid to train. Like they train at that yeah. level every day. Whereas for you, you still train, but you're a normal person that has a normal mm-hmm. job. So yep. it's actually, in my opinion, I think it's more beneficial for people to hear a person in your position's testimony as far as like, if fucking whoever chase sexton or nate thrasher were like yeah i do and that works for me well it should like that's what you do for a living <laughs> you're paid to do this yeah so like i in my in my, in my opinion i think a normal person's testimony is mm-hmm. more it's more important to hear for people because that's the thing is most of the people that are going to hear that are just normal people that mm-hmm. ride dirt bikes for fun yep they don't do it for a living so like they don't give a fuck what a professional Cool. That works for you. That, well, I'm not you. Yeah. And this is what I encourage people to do is to go out and and use Coach Rob for this kind of stuff. Whether, Like I said, whether you go take one of his riding classes yeah. for a weekend or something like that. And you don't have to pay the monthly thing. If you do, cool. And like I said, do I follow it to a T? No. No, I do not. I use bits and pieces here and there that I have learned plus what I know about my own body plus everything else. And it... It definitely helps. It mm-hmm. definitely made a difference yesterday in making a difference today. I mean, a prime example is like, okay, let's say we're not even doing moto. You get a guy who loves bowling. Mm-hmm. He goes out and he bowls six games one night. What's he saying the next day at work? Oh, God. <laughs> My arm's fucking sore. Yeah. Okay? So now you take that, you multiply it by motocross because motocross is, as we all know, one of the hardest sports on your body. And boom... If you can come out of it and feel okay the next day at mid thirties, mid forties, whatever, then you're good. Yeah. So I will tell you, I have let some of my local friends in on some of the tips and tricks that Coach Rob gave us in the class, and they have used them, and they go, "Holy shit, this actually works." Well, yeah. I There's mean, a certain beverage that he told us about to drink post uh, oh, whatever. Yeah. I was about to ask you about that. If you Mike did it- at Holster Co. Oh yeah, I do it. Oh yeah, oh, you did. and have you seen? That? I, oh yeah, it definitely. So what it, what it does is it essentially, instead of me being done and like so thirsty and just like guzzling water and then being so hungry because I didn't eat all day and then whatever, it suppresses all of that. And now you're gonna have to go take you out there. You're gonna have to go take his class or sign up for his thing to yeah, get this info because I'm not gonna, gonna drop you. this little this yeah. little one, this little tidbit. But there is a thing out there. Um, that you drink the this, last thing you would think. Yeah, let's just put it that, that way. That you drink this after you're done riding for the day, 
And um, yeah, it does help. And Mike from Holster Co., I told him about it. He's been doing it. He's like, dude, it's amazing. He's well, like, I get done. I drink that. He's like, and then I'm ready to eat. And he's like, and then I'm like hungry. So I'm like eating and eating. But he's like, but it's not like before where I do it. And then I'd be like, oh, God, I don't feel good. And bleh, yak or something like that. He's like, it allows me to get it in. I'm like, yeah. I would love to talk to Coach about that, like actually deep dive because it's the sucralose. So like, I would love to see why that is such a big thing why that helps so much i mean yeah. we all we all know that there's a lot of things out there that have sucralose in it and stuff but that's like the biggest thing and i would like to know why because i'm starting to see that a lot of companies like stuff that has creatine in it you know energy drink or pre-workout mm-hmm. they're starting to use sucralose in it and it makes me wonder if that's like a coincidence or if it's because they're like oh yeah i don't know so i would like to actually ask coach like that and get a more in-depth answer as to why that works because yeah like i said when we found that out i was like you gotta be shit me and it works dude i use it a lot hot days yeah regular days like all the time yep and it does so um anyway so yeah so there is my little plug for energy fuel and complete racing solutions so moving on uh also on board with us here sponsor wise premier custom trailers if you need a trailer commercial or residential premier custom trailers has what you need they work with the best manufacturers in the industry, specialize in all your trailer needs, sales, service, parts, or rentals. They do it all. PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US 131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. I used my Premier Custom Trailers ATC 14-foot V-Nose trailer yesterday to go to the races, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was my changing room. I was actually going to... I took the cot. I was going to take a nap, racing two classes, then didn't have time, but... I was going to. That'll be next weekend. So you're going to have to keep quiet while we're there because I'm going to take a nap. Look, dude, I'll be watching races. Like, so it's fine. Um, and our final presenting sponsor on board with us, TLR Coatings. For all your custom powder coat needs, check them out at TLR Coatings on all the major social media networks or on TLRCoatings.com. <sighs> There we are. Okay. Uh, Also on board with us for this show, Alias Sport for all our CBD needs. I didn't even have to use any of that. It's good. Any of my pain balm from them. But, hey, you can pick yours up, aliasport.com. Uh, Dirt Bike Depot for all your uh, slightly used slash new gear, boot, and uh, parts needs. Uh, thanks to JT Cycle. They will be bringing us the 250 class wrap-up this week. Uh, I was over there uh, a couple weeks ago picking up some stuff. Only took me three tries, but JT Cycle pulled through and got me the right oil filter for my bike. Wow. Ziegler couldn't do it. Motosport didn't do it. But JT Cycle got him for me. Ziegler, you suck. Sorry. Oh, did that slip out of your mouth? <laughs> I <Fuck>. mean. <laughs> um, Adept Creative Co. on board for all our graphics needs. And oh, oh I got to talk to you. Oh, 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 we got a project. Keep an eye on this YouTube channel. We have a project coming up. Adept Creative Co. is working on the graphics for it right now. It's going to be sick. And it's going to be for sale. Nice. Yes. Fucking pumped on that. Uh, Gutterworks, Josh and Kayla just had their fourth kid. I'm not even going to venture. I don't even want to try to. Zeke or something like that. I, I think it's know. Zeke. I know that they had the kid. But Congratulations, I Congratulations to them. Dude, I thought she was going to pop two weeks ago when we were at What's It Called. And then, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so congratulations to them. Isaac Nelson Designs. They design all our logo stuff for us, including new Dylan Danger Zone shirt. The ah, champ is back. Champ is Make back. sure to pick yours up today. Link in the description here or if you're on instagram there's a link in the bio to pick it up we have ours we will be showing them off at iron man when we are there 
So make sure to grab yours. Uh, and also thanks to Clutch Media for doing some of our video stuff for us. Hopefully, I still haven't texted him. I need to. I really suck at this. See if his foot's better. <laughs> um, also, in the description down below, there are there are discount codes for most of the companies down there as well as links to all of them. Um, there are also merch links, Amazon links, Patreon links. Thanks to our one Patreon, Curtis Hodges. Thank you, sir. And big thing you can do, like, subscribe, comment down below. Uh, to help us out here. And apparently and, if you're a fan of Hayden Deegan, tell us that we're dumbasses. Oh, we're going to get into this. Yes. I can't believe that video got 10K. That was impressive. Like, for real, honestly, when you like, when I saw that you did like just a short, however long we talked about it, yeah, six whatever minutes or whatever, it yeah. I was like, oh, it's like it's Hayden Deegan, you know, Evan Ferry or whatever. Like, it'll get some likes. And then when you like texted me while I was at work and you were telling me like, oh, shit, I was like, no way. Oh, yeah. And then when I started creeping, I saw it creeping up to 8K. I was like, wow. So here's a fun fun fact for you, because I know you don't get into the analytics side of things, okay? So that video blew up, so that's cool. Made us some money. Quick, That's too. cool. Quick, yeah, quick. like three I mean, days. It's like, like we posted that at the perfect time. It's also like 89 comments, too, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really good. More people- thumbs up, though, than I thought. I thought there'd be a whole lot of thumbs down, <laughs> a lot of thumbs up. So maybe uh, some people like it. So the new fun thing on YouTube are these YouTube shorts, okay. which are essentially the same as uh, 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 like Instagram reels or, or like, like TikToks TikTok. yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've seen you've been Yeah, they're short ones. Yeah, so I've been po- so I figured out that if I put one up, it usually will get somewhere between like one to 3,000 views. Yeah. And they're monetizable by yeah. us too. So I'm like, all right, That's this is cool. sweet because I have all of these videos from when we're at supercrosses and motocrosses and whatever. So I'm like, cool. You know what? I'm just going to post one every single day in August and see what happens yeah. here, right? Dude, it's fucking incredible. Don't we, have, did you have, don't we have one up there that you posted like early in the year that almost has like 5K or something? Dude, the one... That I, was from Supercross, right? Yeah, the one I posted yesterday yeah. has 14,000. Which one? What was one yesterday? I think it was Kev jumping, doing something. On oh, Supercross. Daytona. No. Oh. That one's got like five. Yeah. That one got a lot too. No, Kev. Kev's. I can't remember what he's doing. Dude, I posted one of uh, who was it? Uh, Sewell. Yeah. At Bucks, going through the sand rollers. Mm-hmm. Fucking that thing got like 10K in a day. Dude, even the one of fucking like Pierce Brown hitting the wall at what was it? Was it Indy or Detroit? Yeah. Like that even had like 4,500 or some shit. Yeah, like I said, like, I noticed that they get a lot and I'm like, well, this is simple because I can take a lot of videos of a dude doing a section. But like, let's be honest though, like you look and see how many views TikTok gets. Yeah. You go, it's essentially the same freaking thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really shocking if you think about it that way. Yeah. It's not. I mean, well, and YouTube's pushing it because it's their new thing and they're, they want to battle with TikTok over that space. And some of those so. shorts, dude, like get a lot. Like for like high upper people, mm-hmm. they get big fucking. Yeah, if views. you got a chick with big boobs, <laughs> get a lot of views. Or you know anything, Mr. Beast puts out there. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, those are doing really well for us, and they're definitely definitely helping. Like Do they monetize the same way as the videos would. I'm not sure exactly how. I know they're monetizable. I monetize all of them since I realized they're monetizable. But I'm not really sure. I have a feeling that if that starts to gain, because they, I know they've been doing it for a while mm-hmm. now, not that long, but for a while. I have a feeling if it starts getting to the point that they start competing with like TikTok in that sense in every like way, yeah, it's going to get to the point that they'll be like, oh, here's the weird thing though. I post one of like Jet, right? And I'm like, Jet Lawrence blitzing whoops or something. Yeah, from St. Louis, I think. Gets like 80 views. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, but then there was the one. Jet Lawrence. But then there was one of Phil that you posted that that gets like like 5,000. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay. like, I don't understand how this works. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's an algorithm thing. Yeah. But needless to say, it's working for us because five out of seven days, we're hitting on, you know, two to 3,000 views. I mean, we're... So a normal month for us, view-wise, 
and they and I don't even do months. They do it in twenty eight day stints. Okay, mm. normal normally we would get seven to eight thousand. That's what we've been averaging. Okay, with just doing the shows and the few bike builds itself. I looked this morning, seventy eight thousand views oh, in yeah. the last twenty eight days, and I'm like. Okay, <laughs> and we're there. I mean, that's I mean, it's a fucking great way for people like us. We to also are up to eighteen hundred subscribers, dude. Like, cool. we gained a hundred subscribers in the last two days. That's cool. That's big for us. I wonder how many of them are from the Deegan fans. I don't know. Actually, no, no, because the Deegan video topped out and was done like by Tuesday, Loretta's. So yeah, uh, no, it's all come from the shorts that we've posted in the last couple of days, and well, I'm good. like, all right, cool. So, all right, let's get this party on the road here. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start? Do you want to talk pros or do you want to talk Loretta's first? All right. Well, I figure when we do our rants in the middle, we could also talk about Loretta's during that time as well. Yeah. So let's just start, do how we normally do, do 450s, then we do our middle shit, and then we do 250s, and then we can talk to Kev. Because, I mean, that's what we've been doing. Okay. Uh, if you want to do it that way, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the iPad with the thing, with the results. So talk so, for two minutes. What am I going to talk about? I don't care. Start talking about something. What do you want me to talk about? God, Travis Talk about is... how you think Fro did on the broadcast yesterday. Oh, all right. So I'm a big Jeff Emig fan for anybody that doesn't know, and I don't know why any of you would know this, but uh, I've always respected Fro, especially everybody knows his, uh, his story, that he wasn't the greatest when it came to doing podium speeches, press. He always had a stutter or whatever, and you could even see that. It was very brought to light when he first started at um, – Fox Sports, back in the day when it was still on FS1 for Supercross and even way back when it was Speed. Um, I think he did great. Um, the one thing I will say about Fro, in my opinion, is is he tries to overanalyze things, and I feel that sometimes when he's talking and he's trying to make a point, if he was outside of being on TV, he would do a very good job at being able to articulate things. But I think that sometimes he is so hell-bent on making his point and trying to get people to understand the more intricate side of riding a dirt bike, he does this thing where he rushes into a comment and then he kind of trips over his words a little bit. And anybody that's ever talked on camera knows that it's, it's hard sometimes to string together articulate comments. You know, sometimes you just fumble words. But I think Fro, anytime he's on TV now, because he's been away from it a little bit, I always think he does a good job. I really do. I know that some people always hate him. They're like, oh, Fro's a jackass and this and that. But I think he does a good job. But what I was saying, and I don't know if you heard it when you were walking in, he rushes sometimes to make comments, and he trying to trips over his words sometimes. But I don't know. I mean, I think I would say all of the people that we've had so far on the broadcast, because we just so fucking good at it. It's easy to make them look good. I mean, if you want to go back to Paula One when it was when it was MC and it was RJ, we just does a really good job. Yeah, you know. And then I'm excited for Stu. Well, dude, I started thinking about him. Like, we got three rounds to go, and did you like? Do you notice that you said AC is going to be on at some point? Mm -hmm. So, like, we have three rounds to go. Who's going to be at what? I don't know. Because like, you start thinking about it. Oh, this is Stu. Is he going to go to Buds? I really hope so. Uh, I hope he's not Iron Man because. Like we're gonna be at Iron Man, so I'm not gonna get the full, full view of like watching him on TV. So 
I wonder if they're flying him in for this. Because there's know. no way Stu's just going to fucking show up at a national on his own dime. So I was watch- So I was talking to Mike and Roxy. Shout out Holsterco, miholsterco.com. Mm-hmm. Link in the description below. Bang, bang. Yes, bang, bang, boom, boom. Uh, speaking of bangs, is that bang? No, I don't drink bangs anymore. It's a lot of new. I haven't drank anyway, bangs. Anyway, um, I was talking to Mike and Roxy about this yesterday. And I was like, look, I really just wish like RC would just get on there and I know he's way too professional, but just say what he actually thinks of these guys. What is Eli Tomac going to do if, if Ricky Carmichael is on the broadcast and goes, yeah, Eli Tomac fucking sucks. What are you going to say? You know who they should have on? He's the greatest of all time. You know who they should have on? He's a go. Bob fucking Hannah. Oh my God. Did you watch that video I sent you? Is it the video talking about where he's talking about money? Yes. Yeah. No, I'd already watched. <laughs> I had watched that video. Bob, I didn't. I didn't. Bob Hanna is my new favorite fucking person ever. See, because oh wait. So, First off, he's doing that interview with a Trump shirt on. I'm not sure if you saw that. I did. Trump, and I'm just like, okay, Dude, Bob, that's fucking fantastic. Bob Hanna's always been like that. He's a straight shooter. Like he is. Like, oh actually, my God. they would never have him in the booth because he would just decimate. He's everyone. like, he's like, these guys today are fucking cocksuckers because they fucking think that they are better than fucking like Roger. Like, yeah, right. Get fucking bet. You on a 70-something bull taco mm-hmm. are not beating Roger DeCoster on a 70-something bull taco for thing. 45 minutes. Here's Fuck off. He's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. He's not. Like, they were men back in the day. I hate to break it to anybody of this new generation, but comparative to the dudes that grew up racing in the 70s and 80s. Bob Hanna's a fucking man. Oh, he's always been like that, bro. I didn't, he's know, always been I didn't like know he was like that. He's an OG. I fucking love that Go guy back and now. watch. Go on YouTube. Have you ever heard of the Motocross Files? Were they like yes? Go watch his go watch his episode. Yes, like dude, Bob. It, there's a reason why people talk about they put Bob in like top five of all time, and a lot of it doesn't even have to do with his racing. It's just because he literally will tell you that you suck to your face, and he doesn't care. This is what I want out of Ricky on the broadcast. Though. Ricky will never be like. I that. know he won't. Off but the God record, he's like that all the time. That's why a lot of people say that Ricky's a dickhead. Because he, he is a dickhead. But what are you going to say? The guy won every fucking... I mean, this is the point I was making yesterday. The guy won every fucking outdoor championship he ever entered. Mm-hmm. He won, He has two perfect seasons. He can say whatever the fuck he wants yeah. about any of those guys. And they don't have a comeback. I think his biggest thing is, is that I think he had such a bad reputation when he started making comments within the industry, not on air after he retired. And I think that he and I and I had seen it, I had heard it. He had got a bad rap for a while that people still like, oh, like Ricky's really not a good dude. And I think that since he's been in the public eye, being in a more of a ambassador and a media role, I think he's trying to get that goodwill or good f- favor, whatever you want to call it, back in with people. And he will never say on air or on record like what he really thinks of people. Like he'll tell you this right now. And this is what I find funny. So, like, when him and MC are always talking, he talks about, like, he gives MC all the yeah. things or whatever. But he'll tell you off the record, he's like, fucking Jeremy McGrath. Yeah, okay, whatever. I had him covered. Yeah, he's like, fucking whatever, dude. And you know what? I think the only person that he would not actually say that about is, is James. Because James is the only person in history, yes, he, Ricky decimated him other than, like, two, one title. Yeah. Should have been two. One title in Supercross. But he's the only person that ever actually tested Ricky as far as like speed. Mm-hmm. And I think that even Ricky would be like, yeah, whatever, James. But he'll go, yeah, no, I mean, he was faster than I was. I still beat him for everything mm-hmm. outside that one title in 07 in Supercross. Should have been two, but whatever. But he goes, yeah. So I think, honestly, 
If you were to ask Ricky off the record, he would probably say to uh, most people, he's like, <laughs> whatever. So that's why it pisses me off when he gives this fake praise, whether it's Chase Sexton, Eli Tomac, Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence, all these people. And he's like, yeah, he tries to downplay. He's like, I don't know. You know, I was really good and stuff. But these guys nowadays, and I'm thinking of the back of mind, I'm like, dude, Ricky, you know that if you took your speed from your prime years and put it on a brand new bike, you would have all these dudes covered and mm-hmm. fucking know it. But he won't say it. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. It really does. Like when he... When he when he gets on like the Jet Lawrence thing, and this is not a rant about Jet, but he gives Jet all this praise, and it's rightful so. But I'm thinking, dude, Ricky, you don't fucking actually think Jet would actually have anything for you nowadays? Yeah, there, there isn't any of these guys nowadays that I even put in the same realm. You can't with him. You can't. You you just you there, can't every, do it. Everybody else, okay? You can you can talk you can talk Stu. You can talk Dungey. You can talk RV. You can talk any of those dudes. Modern day guys, there are certain ones. Eli Tomac, especially if he closes out this outdoor title mm-hmm. and goes to goes to, you know, two Supercross, four outdoors. He would and then, have eight total titles. Yeah. Me and Wyman were talking yeah. about this last. So then, so then you can put him in the conversation with those guys. But with Stu, I always but, I never but talk Ricky about the titles. Just I talk about speed. Ste- Ricky is just a step farther, and you can even go with MC is right there with him with how many fucking Supercross titles yeah. he has. You know, you can't really put you can't really put MC in there. 100% because of the outdoor thing, which I know, yes, he was still good in outdoors. And, and you he, could talk about Everett's outdoors yeah. as far as... But, yeah, so, like, I definitely agree with you and stuff, and that would actually be a good topic to talk about, like, do a show around. I have a list of things going already for, like, off-season topics. Yeah, so. no, I, I'm always excited to talk about that stuff because, for me, seeing that I've been through three different generations of mm-hmm. guys, and I've been lucky enough outside of the 80s with RJ and, and, and David Bailey and Bob Han and all them, I've been lucky mm-hmm. enough to see the greatest guys of all time. And, you know, I it's a topic that I'm very passionate about because mm-hmm. people nowadays are so quick to be like, yeah, like, no, like, Ricky won all those titles, but he would never beat these dudes nowadays. And I'm like, you never watched Ricky. Like, yeah. He just didn't let people beat him. He yeah. hated losing more than he liked winning. Yep. So, but yeah. Um, I'm just curious, like, who's going to be what? Because we only have three rounds left. So, Stu, AC, like, and Bradshaw still still supposed to go on. Yeah. So, who are we going to do? I, I don't guess? know. We'll see. I didn't know Fro was going to be on this weekend. I know either. But, you know, that's what happens when you don't give us a fucking announcement. Yeah, I know. It's fucking sweet. All right, let's get into this. Okay, cool. So, let's start off with our 450 class review brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Check them out at gutterworksgutters.com. Again, Josh and Kayla just had a kid. So, go over, guys. congratulate them if you want to. We will congratulate them. I can't wait to see the kid at the track. He's a little cutie. So, it's awesome. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Do you want to take back some of your words? No. I don't. I don't. I'm going to say this with as much love as I possibly can. You really are fucking stupid, aren't you? No. Why? Why? Eli doesn't like Unadilla. It's Look the same. Fuck, he's... <laughs> okay, it's the continue. Sa- it's the same thing. You want You want me to put you in check right now? Southwick for Chase Sexton. When I came on here on the show and I told you about how Eli, when he had caught and passed everybody and he dropped Chase, what was the comment that you and everybody else made? Chase is not a saying guy. He doesn't like Southwick. Same thing you made about with Jet with Washugal. He just doesn't like Washugal. Okay, all right. Well, Eli doesn't like Unadilla. Okay, well. cool, cool. You know what? He's beat him three motos in a row, and that's good. And this is the first time he's beat him one one since. This is the first time he's beat Eli both motos since. Hey, no, since the first round, right? He hasn't beat him yeah, guess, two motos yeah, in a yeah. row. Okay, and he caught and look. Chase was on it yesterday. 
Chase was sketchy Dude, in some spots. That first moto was impressive, and you cannot tell no, me no, it wasn't. Chase he wrote, was like what Chase ten plus down. I think the second moto beat him by more. Not no, 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 no. I'm saying he was oh, ten plus yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. catch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, and that first ten minutes, of that first moto, I did not think he was doing anything. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I, I was thought like, oh, I was like, Chase I was like here we go, second. fifth place yep. moto, and like yep. here goes Eli running away. Yep, but it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. Him beating Eli at Unadilla is the same thing with Eli beating Chase at Southwick. It's not. It's a big deal for Chase. It's a big momentum shift for Chase mentally. But as far as Eli is going, and he even made the comment on the podium, and this is actually the first time that I've watched almost all the podium, because I just don't get into the podium interviews, mm-hmm. like because we all know that they're just bullshit. Like A lot of guys, they're not in the right headspace to say things. So, so I agree with that, but I do watch it for... Things like body language and yes, stuff. Yes, and that's why which, I watched it. Yes. I was, especially the second moto with Jet, and we'll get into the 250s. But like, I wanted to see how Eli was. Yes. And Eli basically was like, yeah, like I don't I don't have it for him. Like, I, I'm not. The second moto, he was definitely, his body language on the podium, Eli's, was definitely more positive. But the first moto, it was not. The first moto, I watched that. I watched the end of that first moto one. It was before Ashley left this morning. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I went, he just got defeated right yeah. there. It was it was very reminiscent to me of Dungey 2015 at Glen Helen when Eli beat him by a minute and a half. And yeah. he was just like, I don't have anything for him. But then I think that when he came back to Sakamoto, Chase got around him, he latched onto him, and even Fro made a comment about this. He's like literally taking Chase's lines, yeah. which I've said this before. Chase cannot take Eli's lines and ride the way Eli does and the same way Eli can't take Chase's lines and make mm-hmm. those lines work for him because they have two different techniques. And Eli was just like, you know what? He was latched onto him and then they got into lappers and Chase started going away. And then Eli was just like, well, you know, I'm just not going to beat him today. But the thing is, is that Eli hadn't won a moto at Unadilla since 2018. And mm-hmm. then before that, I don't think he had ever won a moto yeah. on a 450. So if you want to make the comments... You can't have it both ways. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody in general. You can't have it both ways and say the same thing for Chase, but then when it happens to Eli... You're, true. You're right. You are right also, on that. And also, Eli You're has right. three outdoor titles, and we talk about this with Jet being in the moment and realizing that, like, hey, if I'm just not on it, Eli goes, cool. Like, I'm going to get second both of these motos. You're going to have me by one point. We have three rounds to go. You're really good at the last round. These next two rounds are kind of a toss-up. It is what mm-hmm. it is. Yep. Although, I would say Bud's Creek is a toss-up. Iron Man, I would probably favor Eli, especially what he did that second moto last year. And then we go to Paul, and we know what that is. Yep. But Eli, he's won three of these. He's got two Supercross titles. He's been doing this for a long time. I think that if we can give anybody the benefit of the doubt and go, you know what? He just fucking realized, I don't have it for him today. But here's the thing. Eli was probably fine with that. Is he happy? No. But as far as this championship effort goes, Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think Eli in the slightest was like, yeah, holy shit. Like, that scared the fuck out of me. Because you go, you rewind to Washougal, the second moto, and, he, and Chase beat him. Yeah. But Eli was on his ass the whole entire moto. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's gotten whomped in a track that he was really good at. Yeah, that's true. That's Udilla, true. Eli's just not good there. Is it taking away from Chase? No. Chase rode awesome yesterday. He was fucking on it the whole entire time. But I can't sit there and go, if we're going to say the same, same thing about Chase at Southwick. Yeah, you okay, Murray. Right. I just can't. Right. I can't say that about Eli. Right, okay, Murray. Right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Good. Well, point, Justin. I just, I, I can't. Well, I gave you a point. Just shut up, okay? okay. Just okay. take the win and, right. say, and shut the fuck Got up, it. all right? Got it. All right. Don't be a goddamn woman here. 
take the fucking win and then try to win by more. Like, got, okay, you got the win. You got the point. You got the point. Just right. fucking leave it all at right. that. So, okay? what is your what is your analysis then? My analysis is. It's definitely going to be exciting going down to the end. Like you said, we've got two more that essentially, in my mind, are a toss-up mm. here. Okay, yes, I agree that that uh, Eli right. like smoked everybody at Iron Man last year, but that's pretty much a home track for fucking Sexton, too. Mm-hmm. And he's good there, and he does like it. He's openly said he likes it. Bud's Creek, again, I kind of toss him up in the air. My analysis, though, on the, on the mental side of it, this isn't good for Eli because, like... I don't care if that's not your track or whatever. You needed to split with him mm-hmm. to make it okay yesterday. Yeah. Letting him go 1-1, and now he's like, and I mean, the first moto, we said it, he, bad start, and he came from 10 seconds down to the point, like like I said, we got 10 minutes in, and I was like, oh, Chase isn't going to do shit. Like, he looks like crap, because they were showing him, too. Looks like crap. He's not riding well, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like five minutes later, He's like battling for the lead, and I'm like, "What? Wait, what just happened here in five minutes?" And then next thing, he's multiple seconds down the road. Like he didn't just catch Eli and then just get by him. Like he caught him, passed him, and gapped him quick. And then second moto, Eli hung with him, but then Eli, I, he couldn't hang with him. And I yeah. mean, it was 17 seconds at some one point. I remember seeing. <sighs> Here's I the think- thing, I like. I think mentally it's good for Chase. For Eli, I don't think he's rattled. I hope not, but... Because there's some tracks you're just not going to be good even at. Even him not being rattled, it's now the confidence of he's won three motos in a row. He, I mean, he he spanked you yesterday, mm. dude. Like, I don't care what you say, whether it's not your track, whatever, he spanked you. Because I don't... Okay, I'm terrible. I have short-term memory loss like Dory. Um, did he beat Chase by that much at... Southwick, because I don't remember. I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honest. I don't remember, and I don't have the races recorded on my DVR anymore, so I, I can't go he, back and watch it. I think he beat him both motos. I don't think he he didn't beat both him both motos by twenty seconds, but I think it was probably ten plus, maybe between the okay. 10 and may, I range. mean, maybe I, but it wasn't I don't know. it wasn't twenty. I know that it wasn't twenty. I'm sure. Comment down below because I know we're gonna hit get hit up in the comments well, for this that's anyway. Thing too, I don't really have the time to go back and yeah. look at that, so I'm just going off of what I think I remember. I think it was between 10 and 15, but I know it wasn't 20. I didn't say. So, because my thing is, is like, okay, cool. If if Chase was a lot closer, like, let's say within five seconds at Southwick, that's a big difference in getting dropped by 15 to 20. Like, But I think we also have to play into the count that Eli has been there, done that this yes, so many times. Yes. That I don't think that he's at a point of his career, and we've talked about this as well with Supercross, that Eli is going to go to that next level to try to win a... In his mind, he knew, hey, I don't have it. Yep. I'm just going to take the 2-2. Yep. I'm going to get out of here with decent points. Which is a smart play. Because him going out there and ragdolling himself into the ground. Okay, Which could have happened because there was a lot of that going and on yesterday. Just, and it's like, oh, wow, Eli fucking this late it, in his career blew another championship. Did you see the picture of Mookie with his feet over his head? <laughs> no. And we're going to talk about... We're gonna, I got oh, some, we are. Yes, I got yes we are. about Mookie. But, you know, that's the thing is, is that Eli's been there, done that. There's no point in him going out there and fucking riding the edge. And maybe he goes and pushes next level and he beats Chase, but it's giving him everything he's got. And then he ragdolls himself into the ground. Yeah. And we're looking at a 30-year-old Eli going, wow, dude, you couldn't fucking close another championship because you hit the ground? Yeah. No. Eli's no, not going to do It that. was a smart play. It yeah. was a smart play. Yeah. So, And if I'm, he goes out and goes 1-1 one, one at Buds? Look, the winner in all of this is us because here we are this now. This is going to go down We've to the last round. three more rounds, yes. And I'm we're gonna, one point different. I'm going to tell you this, though. 
and I and I re- this is a statement I'm going to retract. It's nothing about what I feel about Chase or Eli. It's more of how I think Paula is going to go down. No matter where they're at in the points, a lot of people are just under the assumption that Chase is going to go to Paula and he's going to smack Eli around. I have a feeling, depending on how these next four motos go, that even though Eli in his mind knows that Chase is really damn good there, if he really wants this championship, like if he wants this championship, and when I say want, like look in my face how I'm emphasizing it, like wanting, <laughs> want it. Want, want it. he wants this wants championship, it. I think Eli will not let Chase win this championship at Paula. And what I mean by that is Eli is going to go second moto Millville and go two seconds faster in the middle of the moto, get around Chase, and then he's going to do whatever he can to hold him off. Because that's the thing. If Eli really wants to win, like if he's like, you know what, this is my last hurrah outdoors. Yeah. I'm done. I want to win this title. I really want to win this title to say I have four. Because now when you get four 450 titles outdoors, you start getting an elite company. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what the stat is on this, but there's very few people that have. I think there's a few that have three, and you have to go back to the early days. But I don't. There's not many that have four. Yep. Outside of fucking Ricky. Yep. If he wants, like, really wants this title, like, yeah. really wants, yeah, it. like, really wants like, this title, really like, a crackhead wants, wants crack. Yes. Chase is not winning this title. Mm-hmm. It does not matter how good Chase is. Yep. Because we've seen Chase being able to match Eli, mm-hmm. but it goes back to my comment: is that he can match him, but when Eli wants to win a moto Mm -hmm. i think chase when he has to go to that next level it's that teeter-tottering point where he starts to we see early chase where he makes dumb mistakes Mm -hmm. if we get down to that second moto and there's a one point split whether it's eli to the good or chase to the good yeah eli is not gonna let chase win that title and i'm fully confident in saying eli wins the fucking title because if you're talking about peak what maxed out eli and maxed out chase Mm mm-hmm I don't know who in this right in this world would give their give Chase the nod at the peak speed of wanting to win a race. I'll tell you what, one of them is going down, and that and that's what I'm afraid of. Go and it. that's what I'm afraid mm-hmm. of is, is that one of them is going to go down. But you see what I'm trying to say? Yep. If Eli wants to win this title, yeah, yeah. he's going to win this fucking title. It's going to be interesting here. But I'm, am I am I afraid of what that might look like for the both of them afterwards? <laughs> yes. I, I really, I really, like I honestly, am. I'm really afraid. Uh, look, I'm just glad I'm not that close to either situation, so I don't have to deal with it. I just don't want to see them ragdoll himself into the ground because then that fucks us for motocross the nations. Yeah, that's true too. I don't want to see that. But all that's all I'll say is, is people keep thinking that oh, Chase is really good at Paula, which he is. Yeah. If Eli really wants this title, I'm sorry. I don't care how good Chase is at Paula. He's not winning the title. Mm-hmm. Eli will do what it takes to win that fucking race. We'll see. We'll see. So, all right. So Sexton one one, Tomac two two, Anderson goes three three. I like Anderson's honesty. His podium speech. What do you say? Because I don't remember the podium speech after the first moto. Like JT was out there, he goes. You know, you were looking a little bit better, but you're still a little bit off. You're closer to Washougal. And Jason goes, he goes, yeah, man, like, I just, I don't have it for these guys. Like, Mm. I haven't raced outdoors in a few years, but that's not an excuse. I want to be closer, but those guys are just on it. Like, we have to work on some bike stuff, me getting in the feel of going fast outdoors. But he's like, I'm just not there. I'm just not there yet. It's refreshing to hear him, not just him, but anybody go, yeah, I just don't have it for these mm-hmm. guys, and 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 there's no excuses. Like I'm just not as fast as them outdoors. Yep. And I think it's also kind of we talked about this. It's the thing in his mind. He goes, "Yeah, I'm not as fast as you guys outdoors, but when we get to Supercross in 2023, I'm right there. <laughs> I'm in it." You know what I'm saying? Though yeah. he's probably in his mind. He goes, "Yeah, I just I'm not going to beat you guys outdoors, but mm-hmm. Supercross, 
This yep. is, it's a different story. Um, all right. So Aaron Plessinger goes seven four for fourth. That's a strange fourth place, but okay. That, that fourth was a lot better. I think it was a lot start dependent. Yeah. I'll be real honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I got a good start that second moto running up front there. So yep. especially after the nightmares of last year getting pile driven into the ground with an ass bone. Fuck, man. <laughs> um, all right, then Dungey goes six six for fifth. Okay. <laughs> You know the weird thing is, is like ten All years right. ago, a six six would have just been sixth. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a fifth. Well, six six, you got sixth. Welcome to twenty twenty two. Jesus, dude. Mandela effects. It's in full so force. weird. Nine nine gets you a seventh. Yeah. What? 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 And you it go seven sh- seven for fourteen. It also shows you how inconsistent this class could be. A hundred percent. Same thing with two fifty. One hundred percent. Yeah. What'd you get? I went fifteen twentieth. What'd you get overall? Sixth. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What? Um, all right, so Ken Roxon goes 5-7 for 6th. First moto was good. Second moto... First moto, he takes off, and I'm like, ooh. And then I'm like, nah, no way. Yeah, then the second moto, <laughs> you could tell he Two was minutes just... in, I was like, even even with him going forward and everything, I was like, nah. Yeah, hold on. no, it's just... Give it five um, minutes. It's just kind of where this is with Kenny. He's got that stomach bug, bro. He's definitely, I'm saying this, he's not going to be on a Honda next year. Ooh, so this is interesting. We could talk about this right now while we're talking about him. He's not signed anywhere. Did you hear the rumor and Johnny kind of star? star? And I'm like, no. I'm like, no. And then, and then, did you hear the the yeah, thing I about, I te- I te- about go- I text Johnny and ask him? Like, did you hear the thing about the what happened down at the goat farm? Yeah, too? they closed it. Yeah. yeah, and then people and then people were like, they started connecting the dots, and somebody came out and said, yeah, it wasn't Kenny wasn't there. It was not Kenny. I don't know. There was a lot that Ricky Renner put a thing out there though. He goes, yeah, I heard there was this young Spanish kid, and people were like, Prado, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't know. But it's interesting. And then people started coming back with, oh, it was Ricky testing the Triumph. But then somebody uh, made And Mathis like started making a comment about this, but then there was a lot of people that came out and said, no. what? So there's like a lot of... I don't know what's going on right now down in Florida, but there's a lot of like mystery as to what's happening. Because you've seen that the new 2023 Yamahas came out. Yeah. And people even made this. They were like, oh, they were testing the 2023. And then I don't know who it was came out and said... Why would they shut down when the 20, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot of speculation because all I'll say is, and I don't have any information. I'm just as, like, you I te- Like I said, I text Johnny, and all he would tell me is friend of a friend. <laughs> so I don't you know have to be. It has to be a big deal for you to tell everybody to get the fuck out, and the only people be there be that person or what was ever going on and Bobby Regan. Yeah. That has to be a big thing. But I don't believe it was the Kenny thing. Because like even Ricky Renner made a comment. He's like, yeah, I don't really see that. and That's not what I heard. And Ricky would be like a guy that would know. He's Florida. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Ricky. But I don't know. I'm really curious. Because that's a big deal for you to just basically tell all of your employees to get the fuck out. Yeah. Like how big of a secret does that have to be that you have to tell your own employees on the team that you can't be here today? Well, here's the thing. The Triumph thing doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Why would you tell your employee? Why would you tell the star employees to get out? Why would it matter if that? Oh, they're going to. No, you 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 the, can just tell none, them. Of, none of the bike stuff makes any sense to me. No. The only thing that makes sense is some rider coming down there. And I'm just really curious, like, and even with the Kenny thing, if you if, wow, we're going way off, but we can talk about it because it's Kenny. Even if you were to go with the Kenny thing, it really would be that big of a secret because of the fact we know his contract's up. If his contract yeah. wasn't up, you'd be like, oh, you don't want to getting out. Well, and here's the thing too, like guys do that all the time, like at their facilities anyway yeah like they're riding something else so and i'm not saying look johnny i'm not saying you're wrong i just don't buy into it that it was kenny i'm not saying johnny's wrong either he wouldn't give me any more yeah, information than what probably, i have but and, but i just i don't i'm like i said i'm not saying he's wrong because i don't know 
But I don't believe that because everybody knows Kenny's contract's up with Honda. Yeah. So it's not that big of a secret. I and mean, everybody, been, everybody knows he's not signed anywhere. And people have been linking him to the KTM thing, too. So, like, cool, he went and tested with Star. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Like it's, so I am really curious what the hell has been going on down there because that, make no mistake, people, that is a big deal yeah. for you to tell your employees to get the fuck out and you can't be here today. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't happen for anything. No. So that is, I really hope we get some clarity. And that's not new bike shit because we've seen this before too. Like look at the KTM shit. Nobody gives a shit. And it's Star. So like they're going to get the bikes anyway. So yeah, no, I, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. It is a very interesting thing. Now back to Kenny. Yeah. Not being signed. That's weird. I haven't heard the KTM link yet. There were people that were linking that up at Daytona because he was there bullshitting with Roger and Ian. And Mathis, like, Mathis said something he'd heard about him like starting his own team, but nobody thinks that's a thing either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, man. It's weird know. as to what the fuck's going on there. Because you would think if it was Honda, like we'd have an announcement already, and it would be very simple. I will say this. If it was the Prado thing, that would be a reason to tell everybody to get out. But I don't. I don't think so. Like that would be, it would take a lot for him to just walk away. I don't know. I oof. well, he's not. He's not really happy. But him and Claudio DiCarli have a big relationship. Yeah, but, but it would be. Well, but did you I, hear? Did you hear Jason Thomas talking about? They're throwing everything at at all of those bikes over there, trying to get them to work, and no one is happy. No, like these twenty three KTM brand shit. Mm-hmm. took a major step back. Yeah. Now, I do I believe that Prado is going to be on that team much longer? No. The reason why I say it'd be a big deal is if for him to come to America. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. big deal. But as far as like him moving away from that team, I could see it. That would be wild to have Prado and uh, who's the other guy coming? Tom yeah. 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 Both, both guys coming the same year. Each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would take a lot of money, though, for Prado to come over here. Even though he's talked about it, he's at that point. Bobby this- Regan seems to have a lot of money. I mean, to throw around. Money. Yeah. Uh, no, but that is an interesting thing. But yeah, back to Kenny. I mean, Yamaha is not going to have a lot of money soon, but that's on their own doing. So <laughs> they fucked themselves in the ass. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of shit going on right now. Okay. Anyway, speaking of Bobby Reagan and Star Yamaha, Dylan comes back and goes 410 for seventh overall. Man, he looked really good that first moto. Dude, he got a whole shot, and I was like, what that the fuck's happen. happening? I will say this. If that's where he was, because the second moto, I even expected even me and a Dylan Homer. I was like, he's not going to be able to put two motos together. And apparently yeah, the second not, moto was not great. Yeah, it wasn't. And it was just is what it is. But the first moto was promising. If he was already there speed-wise when mm-hmm. he's like fresh for the day, that makes me believe by the time we get to the last round, dude, he's, he's going to be fine. It just sucks that it's way late in the year. But, I mean, dude, he might even be good by Iron Man and stuff. But... It was shocking to me that he was keeping Anderson honest that whole entire first moto. Yeah. I didn't expect him to just be right out of the gate speed-wise. I was like, ah. I was like, if he can get fifth. Honestly, I thought he was going to be a little bit better. That second moto, I was kind of like, man, that's kind of a letdown. Like, yeah, but, but then when I, you start I, th- I know he was off the bike for a and long time. And not only that, but like he hasn't even raced since Detroit Supercross. I know. So I was I was happy with the first moto. The second moto, I'm like, nah, whatever. Um, Justin Barsha goes 10-5 for eighth. What in the fuck is Make- happening with Justin Barsha? He doesn't like that bike. You Nobody. Do you think that's the only thing? Nobody likes the KTM brand bikes oh, at dude. all, period. KTM, Gas Gas, Husky, no one likes them. Fuck. I'm scared for Christian Craig for next year. 
I just dude, this is I've so... heard major I've heard major things about RJ fucking hating that husky too. Mm-hmm. No one likes the twenty threes. Well, I mean, you know, he wanted to go to star, so puff. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what who you know who likes the twenty threes? The kid down the road because that uh Bradley kid that was at Coach's camp there, he apparently got a twenty three mm-hmm. uh or a twenty two and a half, whatever you want to call it, like Husky Factory, and he rode it and he was like, dude, that's the best fucking bike I've ever rode. I mean for some people it works. I was gonna say for a for for a local rider it works. For these pros, it does not work, and no one likes it. I dude, I just don't. I think that's why I think that's why Barsha backed out of Designations because I think he rode that two fifteen. He's like, yeah, this thing fucking sucks. Yeah, well, it's also a lot, probably a lot slower than he anticipated. Too. Well, like I said, it's it's not a good time to be a KTM brand rider. It is just crazy to think about. Like, dude, he went from being as much we as you talk about as much people talk about Barsha. You always know that he is consistent outdoors. And dude, this year is better. Dude, it's just... typical. What did he do? He renewed his deal. So but he's even good when to he go. renewed his deal, though, in years outdoors, he has never been worse than a fucking fifth place guy. He is. You can say what you want about him when it comes to contracts, but still, you go back at the look of the years, and that's factual. Other than that one year with JGR, you can look at his results, and he's always been a top five guy. Yes, he has motos <sighs> outside the top five, but dude, try to think about the last time Barsha had a moto outdoors where he was tenth. It just doesn't happen. So this year. Dude, it has been a really weird year for Look, him. Look, here's what I'm saying. If it was just one person saying that these bikes were horrible, I would oh, be yeah, like, I know oh, the it's that suck. person. But when it's everybody, including the Euros. Like, when I found out the other day that the Euros were not pumped on this bike, I'm like, this isn't good. Yeah, There's something why. not... Look, maybe that's why Jeffrey crashed. <laughs> yeah, there is something not great about that bike. Well... Then you hear with, and I know this is month a while back, but like Jeffrey talking about on Gypsy, where he was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I really want to stay at KTM too much longer." Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, um, so Savachi goes nine eight for ninth. Just uh, a good day. Okay, all right, sure. Uh, Craig eleven nine. Really wish I would have known he wadded his shit in practice. That would have been so cool to know. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? Just uh, it is what it is, man. Wasn't a good day. Wasn't a good, fuck you. Wasn't a good fucking day for fuck him, you. man. Ask, see if I ask you for help. Next time you're going to ask me for some fucking help on something, I'm going to be like, yeah, man, it's fine. You think I should jump off this? Sure. No problem. You, with your ankles, it's no big deal. You think I should jump off this bridge? Yeah, go for it. It's yeah. fine. I'll tell you what. I'll push you. How's that sound? I'll get up there and push your fucking oh, ass. Oh, sorry. I forgot to give you the parachute. Douchebag. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, anyway, 11-9. Glad he's okay for 10th overall. Um, all right. Now we'll start skipping around. So, Amart, 13-11 for 11th. Josh Gilbert was back. He Josh was 15, fucking 12. Gilbert. Did you pick him in fantasy? No, I did. I did. I also Fuck picked off. his teammate in the 250 class. We'll Fuck talk off. About him. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Stu was back. Malcolm Stewart, 14-16 for 15. Look, he Mookie, also had a sweet crash. Look, Mookie, I don't know if you noticed this, but Mookie He doesn't is, want to ride outdoors? Yeah, that's well, a I thing. Well, I mean, yeah, he's not an outdoor guy, but like, I don't know if you noticed, but Mookie is definitely uh, wearing some poundage with him. Oh, I he's didn't know. I didn't pay attention. Wa- yeah, he's wearing some weight. He definitely looks like he... He, looks, he quit training here, is what you're telling me. I will tell you this. He looks like the version of, what was it, uh, 2019... No, the year that he tried to do that Suzuki deal mm. when he didn't have a ride. Yeah. Whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of how he looks. So you mean he hasn't been doing the Alden diet? No. <laughs> no. Go back and watch your replay, bro. He looks uh, for practice. He definitely looks like he's carrying some pounds. Well, there's a picture of him with his feet above his head. 
People actually thought he was going to come back and be top 10, and I was like, you guys are fucking Honestly, crazy. I forgot he was racing yesterday until literally like midway through the second moto, and I was like, wait, where's Stu? And then I look, he's like 14th. I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> oddly enough, he hasn't raced outdoors since 2014. He doesn't want to. Yeah, why would he? You can, you can sit here and tell me. You want to know why he's doing these four races? He probably has to do it to get paid. He likes riding outdoors. He doesn't like racing outdoors. He probably has to do it to get paid. Milky is just not bred for, for racing nationals. That's just not who he is. I mean, he's pretty much not bred for doing anything. What do you mean? I mean, I don't think he's that into racing dirt bikes. Which is weird because he just had his best Supercross season ever. Yeah. I mean, he loves to fish, mm. but he likes riding his dirt bike. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he likes putting in the work. And that's no. always been a thing with Mookie. Uh, so Dino comes back, goes 19-13 for ass, 16. Ass man. The man with two assholes. Ah, uh, yeah, people <sighs> soak it up now because this is the farewell tour, and the last time you will get to see him ride an outdoor race is at MX of Nations. Do you think Sarah does like this? Like gets it in both of them? No. <laughs> can, you imagine getting, can you imagine getting lubricant in that hole? Oh, my God, that would hurt like hell. Uh, Shane riding the uh, Club MX Yamaha. Yeah, by the way, didn't know that was a thing. Like, I popped on fourth, YouTube. Fourth team this year. I popped on YouTube and I saw a Verb Moto video with him riding Supercross, and I was like, the fuck did Shane sign with Muck Off Yamaha? Yep. When did he sign with Club? And then last here's, week. And this tells you how. Deal. And this tells you how into he is about riding his last out, four outdoor rounds. He was riding a Supercross track when he was riding doing the video. Totally fine. I was like, oh wow. I was like, Shane is definitely totally getting ready for fine. Supercross. 16-18 for 17. Yeah, and he was hovering around 22nd for a good portion of the second moto. Jesus. Good Lord. Good job, Husky. Dude, Shane that is... That is uh, KTM brand's year in a year. <laughs> that is KTM's year within the year. Within the oh. year. All right. Let's see here. So Michigan native uh, Marshall, Marshall Welton. Welton goes 38-15 for 18th. Uh, another Michigan native, Jace Kessler, goes 25-30 for 27th. Another Michigan native, Jeff Walker, goes 28-32 for 31. And friend of the show, Scott Meshi, goes 35-40 for 39th. And hey, look, Benny Bloss. Oh! 39-38 for 40th. So I uh, found out something interesting. Okay. Uh, or was it yesterday? I like interesting facts. Well, I mean, maybe you'll find it interesting, maybe you won't. I find it interesting. But, I like uh, interesting things. So you know how Rocky Mountain was trying to uh, rejuvenate their team? Sure. And with, uh, I think it, I think it's Mark McKenzie, the dude, Ethan Lane's dad. Yep. Uh, and like, oh yeah, like Benny and Benny's dad, I think, had a lot to do with it. And, you know, Colt Nichols was like in the running for that team. Because what? team's not actually happening really yeah that it's it's already basically folded before it uh before it got off the ground so you know here's the thing that leaves colt nichols without a ride now colt doesn't have a ride that's why he got released from his star contract yeah oh boy oh boy <laughs> here's the funny thing is this time forrest baller had nothing to do with it this time Poor Rocky Mountain can't get with a team that's worth Fucking a shit. hell, dude. Save their goddamn life. Holy shit, yeah. So I just feel really bad for Cole Nichols in this situation. You and me both, brother. Jesus, dude. Nah, I don't know what he's going to do now. Like, he was, I'm pretty sure he was banking on having that dude, ride. Dude, Muck Off Yamaha seems to be looking for people. <laughs> he should definitely go to Brandon Haas and be like, yo, can I have Shane's spot? <laughs> let's I will do race. a lot better for you. Let's have a race for it. Yeah, let's have a race. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, so uh, I really hope that that is just a rumor 
Uh, because if so, where did you hear that from a friend? Okay, thanks, Johnny. That's really fucking helpful. I I'm not gonna say the person's name. Uh, like Johnny, ri- like rhyme it. Like you know, Steve Mathis, Shmeev Schmathis. Let's just say his his name would be Fonathan. You don't know who he is. You don't know this guy. You've never met him. I've never mentioned him. He's a guy that I get some tidbits from every now and then because uh, well, he knows. What's a lot. he do? He used to actually uh, train people for a living, and he was a he was a Loretta's champ. Way so how's he know shit now? He's been around the industry for a long time, and he has a lot of plugs. We'll put it that way. Ah, uh, yeah, nice. He's just a guy I get information from. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. yeah. He's he's a cool dude. He uh, okay. Anyways, um, so I don't know if it, like I said, this is just a rumor that mm. I was told. All I'll say is I hope it is that just a rumor mm-hmm. because if it's not, Jesus, dude, how is that even? I don't even know how that's possible. Like, well, let me tell you this: when a man and a woman really love each other, what <laughs> happens is they get together, and uh, nine months later, boom, a baby happens. A boom. Ah, oh, man, I thought it came in with a stork. Boom. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I really hope that that's just bullshit because if so, Colton Nichols really just got fucked. And Justin Bogle. Yeah. And we were supposed to have Triumph this year. Yeah, where's Beta? <laughs> we were supposed to have them too. I heard now that's all pushed back with both of them. Oh my god! Wow. <sighs> Our industry is booming. It's booming. It's booming. All right, ready to move on to two fifties here? Oh, I thought we were going to do our rants. Thought those were going to be in the middle. Well, we. Oh, you want to do the rant? Well, my. Why don't you do your rant and then I'll do mine when we talk about Loretta's? Okay, so yeah, and what it makes sense because that's two fifties. My rant actually has to do with a four fifty rider. Okay, cool. Hold on. So holster code reload rant. Make sure to check them out for all your things that go bang bang and boom boom and all that stuff. In fact, I hit Mike up about a cool thing. I'll show you later. It goes bang bang. And then next thing I know, he's like, yep, just emailed them to see about becoming a distributor for them. I was like, sick. Could it blow things up? Yes. Nice. Is it a 50 cal? Kyle Rittenhouse uses one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. It's sweet. I saw it on TikTok. It's awesome. Why are your eyes getting really big? Because I'm fucking pumped if I get this thing. It'll fit in a fanny pack. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So. Um, okay. So holster co reload rant number one. This is actually my first rant of the year. Right? Justin's. I think it's the first one since we've had the holster co thing. I don't know about other than that. Oh but yeah, yeah. Anyway, right. holster co reload rant. Miholsterco.com. All right. So go. my rant has to do with a 450 rider, and I'm not blowing anything out of the water because he actually posted this on Instagram. Say his fucking name. Nathan Laporte. I don't know who the fuck that is. All right, so Nate, <laughs> so Nate Laporte. I'm out. So Nate Laporte is a privateer in the 450 class. He has been pro since 2013. He's bounced around between 250 and 450. And if I were to venture, he didn't make the race yesterday. Wow, here's the thing. Oh boy, here we go. Here's yes. that. Yeah, you're gonna lo- you're gonna get fucking, You're gonna love this shit. Start yelling. So, I'm not gonna yell. Get dude. red. All right, so like the shirt. He is. I know it's a nice shirt, right? It's great. Uh, so he, I would venture to say, he's probably made. 60% of the races he's ever tried for. Okay. And it doesn't really matter, my point, it doesn't really matter how many nationals he's made. He, but to, he's a good privateer. And okay. I think he's gotten a couple top 20s, but he's mostly 25 to 30. Anyways, he's all the way from Wisconsin. So he drives all the way from Wisconsin to Unadilla. And anybody that, do, that lives up here in the Midwest knows that hours. that's a long fucking drive. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. Uni- 25 hours. It's a long fucking drive. So he drives all the way to Unadilla, right? He didn't do Washougal because he is a privateer on a budget, but he was also, I think he was at Red, he was at Redbud and he was at Millville, I'm pretty sure. So he drives all the way there, 
to, and he even put this in his post, to basically not make any money. Uh, goes out, first practice, I think he was sitting 31st or whatever, right? Second practice, sitting 34th. So he's in. He's in the top 36. He's yeah. in. He's literally fucking in. He apparently goes and gets told, oh, no, because uh, once again, transponder issues all day yesterday. Live timing was off, just like Millville. Yeah. Fucking all over the place. He gets told, no, sorry, dude. We actually had you in 38th. Like, there was mix-up. So he goes, okay, like, I'm going to the Concy. But he's not a he's not a heater guy. He's not a fast lap guy. He's one of those guys. He's kind of like Kev. He gets better as the moto goes on. So he could make it in, but it would probably be he's got to get a start. Stacks up in the first turn, gets ninth. Works his way all the way back up from, like, last to ninth, right? So he's like, ah, whatever. So he gets back to his, uh, his rig or whatever he's pitted out of, and somebody goes, started telling him, Dude, I actually think you were in through qualifying. Like, I don't think you had to race that Concy. And I don't know if it was his mechanic, his dad, whoever. So he goes over to the AMA truck. AMA truck. We all know it's MX Sports truck. <laughs> and after a 35-minute long conversation with them, so keep in mind, the last four, the 450 Concy gets done at like 1210, something mm-hmm. like that. So 35 minutes. So you would be well before the first, your first 450 moto. But it's still shit you got to think about, whatever, bike, because you're not expecting it. And they go, oh, no, sorry, dude. Because somebody goes, you had 225 lap time guys in 25th when Kev was out at 222. So 220, they had the 25th place guy to 225 lap time from 31st to where Kev was. And I think Kev qualified like 43rd. It was 222 lap times. They were, so their trends, they had, they had fucking, they were off on the numbers. They were off on laps done. They were way off. They're like, oh no, sorry. You actually were 36th in qualifying. You didn't have to race the Concy. You actually can go in. You made it into the motos. So that actually fucked people for the Concy. So I'm really curious to find out if Kev, this was one of the reasons why, because he ended up like sixth, I think, in the Concy or whatever, or fifth or whatever. He goes up, goes up for his first moto. Guess what he gets told when he gets to the line? You're not in. Oh, no, sorry. We fucked up again. You're fifth. You're the first alternate. He DNS didn't race and only got into the the second moto because somebody opted like he was the alternate. Somebody didn't make the motos. They go back and find out. Oh no, he was actually thirty fourth the whole fucking time. They <laughs> fucked up the whole day, and apparently he was not the only one. There was a lot of people that got screwed yesterday with timing and scoring because live timing apparently was just down the whole fucking qualifying. They were handwriting him on there. So this actually leads to my, remember how I told you that I had a, like a backup, a follow-up to this? You haven't watched the Weege show yet today, have you? No. Weege goes on, and it's about the 920 mark, maybe, and it's him standing on the face of, I don't know what jump it was, and kudos to, to Weege. We have had our comments about Weege on the show, but we, we pretty much like Weege. We know that he's in a tough spot because Davey is technically his boss. Mm-hmm. He basically goes on. And I know that what he said, he's probably going to get a lot of shit for. But he even said later on to this, he's like, look, I've been with them for a long time, Racer X, MX Sports. I'm fine with my job security. He basically goes on record at the in, at the 920 mark and goes, and he, this is not verbatim because obviously he's not going to use this language. He goes, we've been really fucking up this year. He goes, I don't think when MX Sports made this deal with Mav TV to go to, to like that they were thinking this is what was going to happen. But he goes, it's not acceptable. He goes, Oh, then we go to flow, and we think some of this shit is going to be changed. It's still just as bad. It's not fucking good. And then he goes, how in the hell in 2022 are we still having live timing issues? He goes, this this is not acceptable at all. We've been having live timing issues and scoring all year. He goes, 
it makes me. It, I can't remember the exact words he used, but he goes, "It makes I'm ashamed to even like that we're dealing with this. How do we have all this technology and we're still dropping the ball on this?" He goes, "Look." I know that people are going to be like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, you're just saying whatever. You work for Davey, this and that. He goes, no. He goes, I'm fine with and comfortable with saying this. We have dropped the ball majorly this year. He goes, this shit is not, once again, he didn't say shit. But he goes, this is not acceptable. He goes, we we have been screwing up the whole entire year. And he goes, the hard part has actually been already been done. The racing has been amazing. And we're missing a lot of it because people are having streaming issues. He goes, it's not acceptable, and you guys can believe me or what I. And he's talking to the viewers. He goes, "You guys can believe me or not that I'm being genuine with this." Mm-hmm. But he goes, "Yeah, like we have been screwing up this whole entire year. This is not acceptable. Like, I, I apologize to people because I'm I'm frustrated like you are, and we can't have this keep happening." So he basically puts it on his shoulders and apologizes, and he didn't need to do this because it's not his fucking fault. He basically apologized for all the bullshit that's been going on. He goes, I'm just as frustrated as you guys are. He goes, I don't know how this hell, how the hell this is even happening. He goes, how in 2022 with the technology do we have? Are we getting to the point that we're handwriting crap down? He mm-hmm. goes, this is stupid. And he got, like, I would say Weege is a very mild-mannered dude, and it takes a lot to get, to yep. get Jason fired up. And he didn't get, like, spitting or whatever. But you could genuinely tell that, like, he... He didn't run this by, and I don't, and I don't think he does this. Like mm-hmm. he didn't run by this by anybody. Yeah. Like he basically, this was from the heart, and he, like I said, you got to watch it later when you get a chance. He, he took a lot on himself, and he didn't have to do that. And he, I'm gonna be honest with you, he's probably gonna get a reaming after this comes out, or when it comes out, it's already out. But like when whoever, when Davey, because he also mentions the Deegan thing too, and I'm not gonna go into that. We'll wait for that. But I want to give, I want to start off by saying, MX Sports, AMA, you fucking suck. That is bullshit that a kid like Nate Laporte, who is a privateer, drives all the way from fucking Wisconsin to now make shit for money, and you fuck him over. Not him. He made it in. You fucked him over. Mm-hmm. But then I want to give credit to Weege. He didn't have to do what he did. And I don't really ever watch the Weed Show, not because I don't like Jason. I like I like Wyatt. I really do. I mm-hmm. think he's a genuine good dude. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of shit going on. So I think sometimes he comes off as kind of like a like a jackass. Yeah. Because like, he doesn't talk to he tries to talk to everybody, but then you can kind of tell in his demeanor. But he wears a lot of hats when he's at the races. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people realize that all the shit that that dude does. Yeah. And I respect him for it. But I want to give him credit for taking blame for something that he didn't have to do. But he he even said this guilty by association. I want to give him credit for that because that takes a man to get up there and, and take onus for some shit that had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. So good on him. But AMAMX Sports, it, he, he's right. How the fuck do you fuck up live timing? And then you screw people out of the little money that they're going to get for driving however many hours it is to race your fucking race when, you know, when they know they're not going to make money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know that I didn't fucking spit at all, but like... It's bullshit, but good on Weege for doing something that he technically didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's fucking stupid, the whole live timing thing. Like, how the fuck can we not handle this? How the hell can Supercross, that gets built in two days, every single week, but we can have live timing there, no problem. Yeah. But then you get to these outdoor tracks, which are there all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, the timing loop's not working. What the fuck do you mean it's not working? Dude, for the, the uh, and this was on the practice show. They only had the top 10 dudes for both sessions on mm-hmm. the screen, and they were wrong. 
because I was like looking at it like with five minutes to go in the two fifties, and Tyson Johnson I think was like tenth, and I was like. Wow, I was like, either something's fucked up or Tyson Johnson is having the best day of his life. I got on live timing actually on the internet. Tyson Johnson wasn't 10th. He was like fucking 25th. I was like, what the fuck is going well, on? Well, and then how fucked up does it have to be that like they even at, at the track they were having to keep hand scored? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, I guess they hand scored for almost all of practice. Do you want to know why your fucking series is failing there, fucking Davey? This is it. Shit like this. So I, I feel really bad for Nate Laporte. Like, that was fucked up. Yeah, it's he, fucking stupid. I feel bad for the kid. I really do. And, but, yeah, another thing, too, I'd go read if you get a chance to, like, get, like, what he actually said. But he's got it on. I think it's on his Instagram. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's bullshit. That's why if you look at his thing, it says DNS and then 40. Hmm. Yeah, no, sorry. Like, you actually made it in, but then you got to ride the content. Oh, no, sorry. We fucked up. You actually made the motos. Oh, no, sorry. You didn't actually make the fucking motos. In the four, he was in the 450s? He was in the 450s. He's not even on the fucking finishing order here. Yeah, for well, that fucking tells you right there, too, because he rode the second moto, and then somebody, like, put it on his Instagram. Which is weird, because usually they have that, so. Yeah, so, real cool. Yeah, in fact, in the uh, in the 250s here, yeah, you have 44 guys, like, because yeah. you have Mumford did 38 DNS, Hamaker went 37 DNS, Hoffman went 35 DNS. Yeah. I don't know. But, like I said, good on Wygant. He didn't have to do that. I hope it. I hope this shit's better next year when we have Super Motocross. Which, by the way, I forgot to put on the thing. It's on there now for us to talk about, so we can. But oh, uh, are we going to talk about that? Yeah, we can. You want to talk about bit. that at the end of the show, or like? No, we'll talk about it after we talk about Loretta's. Okay. Yeah, because you want to go. Do you want to talk about Loretta's? Or you want to go two fifties, or what do you want to do? Let's talk about Loretta's before we do. What? What time is it? Uh, seven ten. So we got like yeah, a little let, over an hour till Kev comes on. Yeah, because two fifties. We we got some stuff to talk about. Let's talk about the Loretta's thing. Okay, let's talk about Loretta's here. Oh boy! Do you want to start with Hymas, Ryder D, Ferry, Cole Martinez, or Deegan? I think the Deegan thing's got to be set for last because obviously yeah. people know they're what we're going to be talking about. It's not just yeah. his results. Uh, let's talk about your boy Chance Hymas. Rough week. That was bad. He's apparently been dealing with an injury. That's not still what I doesn't, heard. Still doesn't excuse that. Where did you hear that? He said it. He said it. Yeah. Oh boy. Why? What'd you hear? Weimer said that it's not an injury. He even said it was. Well, once again, this goes, who's telling the truth? Because you know the rider is always going to be like, try to make up, you know, an excuse. I know. That's why I, that's why I just went, uh-oh. I, uh, and that's why he got pushed back, because he was supposed to be at Unadilla. Yeah, no, Weimer, Weimer thinks he needs time to develop, and so he thinks he's going to ride amateurs next year. But he wasn't 100% sure. He just got... So Weimer was on Stu's show... And he had just gotten back, and he had just gotten off the phone with Hymas's dad, and he's like, I'm not really sure what we're doing, but I think we're going to wait till next year. Uh, because he said, the way the way that, um, yeah, fuck, why, why did I just, the way Weimer yeah. was talking was the issues they were having was with development of the bike. Because when he signed a Honda, Honda essentially didn't have an yeah, amateur team. Yeah, so they were just kind of like sending him stuff. And like he's like, I don't want it to sound like Honda hasn't been helping because they have. He goes, but it's not like Star where it's like, okay, cool. Go to the goat farm. Here's your mechanic. Especially Here's since your- Honda is still technically yeah. a full-fledged factory yeah. team. He's, and like, Star is- he's like, we've been kind of doing everything ourselves here. 
and trying to develop the bike that way. And then like calling Honda and being like, Hey, we need this. We need that type deal. And then they'll send it to us. But he's like, it hasn't really been like Honda hands on. He goes, what I think we're going to do is actually do a, a full supercross prep camp. And then, which he's already of, ridden supercross, yeah, not and, just the fucking yeah. all-star shit or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then as he said, kind of see where we're at. I bet. And then either, the I was going to say, national. and then either go jet route where, okay, cool. He's doing well. We're throwing him in to SX or we'll wait and we'll go nationals. I think, but that was, I think this a year lot has of, not been good for him. I think a lot of, um, I don't, I like Chance Hymas. I think his story is pretty cool. I think a lot of his deficiencies have started to come to light yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm not saying he still can't have a great career. I mean, fuck, his career hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I don't think he is going to do as well as we thought. Well, that could be too. I don't know. We had different expectations of what, of to, what he thought. To be honest, outside of watching him on the Supercross Futures... I haven't watched a lot of him. Like I didn't watch. I think his supercross all skills, the motos at Loretta's. I think his supercross skills, and I kind of bounced in and out from watching videos. I watched most a lot of the videos. I just watched because like it's really hard for me to fucking sit down and watch those Loretta's motos. Yeah, not to say that the coverage hasn't gotten better compared to what it used to be, but it's just Loretta's for me is one of those things. You know, it's amazing. I can I can stream that yeah, all racer, week long. Racer TV. Yeah. Wow, it's fucking weird how that works. Weird. MX Sports. Yeah, no shit. And it's your fucking event. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't. I think Chance is going to be one of those dudes that his Supercross career is going to be better. I would agree. Outdoors, I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be rough. I think out... And you know what? It might even get to the point with where now it might not even matter because it might not even end up racing outdoors a lot of his career. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, when the best you can really muster up is like a fifth, with no offense to the A-class, it wasn't really that deep this year. Can we just talk about how sad the A-class is? A retired guy that races off-road one. And keep in mind, and this is no shot at Cole Martinez. Cole Martinez... Cole Martinez a, rode great. He's a bad, and he's a bad dude under Bad dude. He's a bad dude. He had a really good pro career. But yeah, uh, and Caden Braswell fucking stomped the floor with Chance Hymas. Mm-hmm. No offense to Braswell. Braswell's kind of been on, on, he's been under the radar, and he's kind of come on the radar since he signed with Gas Gas, because he's going to be their next man up type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, if you were to say at the beginning of the year, yeah, Caden Braswell is going to be Chance Hymas, people would go, uh-huh. no fucking way. Yep. Chance had nothing for Caden Braswell. No. The Chance had week. nothing all week. It was bad. He couldn't even beat, he, he couldn't even beat Talon Hawkins. Uh-huh. You know what's funny? You haven't listened to Stu's newest one, have you? No. I'll probably listen to it tomorrow while I'm working. He really has some good things to say about Talon Hawkins. Like good things or bad things? Like good things. He really likes some of the stuff he sees there. I mean, Talon's a, a talented kid, but no offense. His results haven't really been that great since he got out of the B class. Uh, listen to what Stu says. It's an interesting take. Like, I was like, Does he have like hmm. some insider info, or is no, he just going off what he thinks? He's going off what he sees. I mean, the kid works hard. Like, dude, he got back from Loretta's, and he was already back at the at, at Alton's, like, yeah. busting his ass. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, then you've got Ryder D, okay? And, like, he had no okay I don't week. think Ryder D, to be honest with you, gave two fucks. That I don't think either. I don't think he gave, when, and I always say this, when it came out that Pro Circuit, yeah, no, we're going to sign you. Isn't that weird? I was just about to bring this up. Isn't that weird? Leading into Loretta's, 
he didn't have a pro deal. And now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, he's pro. I mean, dude, he was even wearing his fucking national number on practice day. He was wearing the 523 on practice day. Like I said, oh, he doesn't have a deal. And then he comes and we out. We're all like, that's fucking stupid. And then he comes out with a video that's like, well, I don't know why anybody would say that. Like, I still have a deal for next year, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you have an amateur deal. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, he's pro. Here's the question. Okay. Let's, let's read between the lines a little bit here. All of a sudden, oh, no, he's pro. What about Jet Reynolds? I will tell you this. If we don't see Jet, if the next time we see, if we don't see Jet, at least race one national this year. What what did he hurt last time? He uh he uh uh it was his fucking it was either his shoulder or his collarbone I think or no was it his wrist might have been his wrist because he fucking wadded his shit on the dragons back the first lap on press day at Minneapolis. How many months ago was that? Is that February? It had to be February. February. And, and here here's the funny thing too, Jet's been riding outdoors for almost a month now. It's been he's been pounding out and when I it's say it's been six months. And he's been pounding out motos. And you haven't been to a national? He's yet? also been doing motos with Joe. Like, is he in Michigan? <laughs> no, when they're in California. Out? Oh. He ain't going, no, he ain't going to Michigan. No, when do, when Joe's in California, him and Joe have been doing motos together. Like him and Joe and like Carson Mumford, like they all ride together. Did they cut Jet? I don't think he got cut, but I will tell you this. If we find out Supercross next year that Ah, uh, we just parted ways with Jet Reynolds. Not gonna shock me. And you me know what? Either. And here's the thing: I'll say, "Wow, we all fucking called that one." Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sorry. I I don't like talking down on riders. And Jet Jet Reynolds is a fast fucking kid. Mm-hmm. He's a very talented kid. But we all talked about this as last year's an amateur. We've talked about this for amateurs for a long time. They it's sign a- these kids literally out of the womb for hundred thousand dollars a year in an amateur contract, and then they get on big bikes and they shit the bed. Jet Reynolds might be the first dude to ever basically have a factory ride his whole entire amateur career and race one year as a professional and then get booted out of the fucking sport. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If Jet were to, if Jet at 100% were to race a national right now. How old is he? Probably this, I think he's a year older than Ryder D. So however old Ryder D is. 18, maybe? Jet might be 18. God, he's that old? Yeah. Hmm. Gotta remember, dude. He's on a super mini a long fucking time ago. That's true. Um, I'll just say this: I would be willing to bet that if Jet, if Jet was at a hundred percent and he never got hurt through Supercross and he made it to outdoors, mm-hmm. it would be a stretch for him to even crack the top ten. Hmm. I'm sorry. I just I'm really critical of that kid. This works into something that I think with with all of these amateur kids that they I don't, don't deserve factory rides. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't think you should be allowed to get on two PDF till you're 18. I mean, dude, back in the day, I think you should have to ride a 125 till you're 18. Dude, back in the day, kids like in this, and when I say back in the day, anybody that's been around it as long as I have will know this reference: the Mini Warriors days. Mm-hmm. Dude, most of these kids didn't even fucking get off Super Minis until they were 16. Yeah, they rode Super Minis for as long as possible. They got on 125s because obviously this predates 250Fs, mm-hmm. or when 250Fs were just coming around, they rode fucking Super Minis. There was a lot of them because they had. They were uh, 16, but AMA 15. Mm-hmm. They rode Super Minis at Loretta's as, as a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Biggest fuck. A Super Mini at 16 years old at Loretta's, and then they would go to Yeah, but Minio. here's the thing. 
when you're on that bike, you're not scared, and you'll throw no. that thing all sorts of ways. And then they would go to Minio's, get out of 125, and you know what a lot of them would do? They would go a fucking ride schoolboy class and B class, mm-hmm. and guess what? Most of them were in the A class by a year later. Those were what? That was the route that everybody did. Like I said, I think you should have... I think in order to maintain longevity of the sport here, I really think it should be a rule that you have to ride a 125 until you're 18. Because I, look at what's happening. I mean, you're, dude, you can even go back to the AC thing, like how quickly they tried to put him on a 250. You're putting F. these kids on 60 horsepower 250s. Cooper Webb actually did the perfect... He he. The way they did with Coop was perfect. Because mm-hmm. he rode the 150, he rode a 125 for a little bit, and then he got on a 250F. Mm-hmm. But he, he was starting to develop his body. Mm-hmm. They didn't fucking, oh, yeah, you're on a super mini. Now you're going straight to a 250. I mean, you can even kind of talk about what they're doing with Hayden Deegan. Yeah. Mark Phineas, the kid, the, the, the other Orange Brigade kid, he rode a fucking 125 last year. And now he's not comparing the two. But it's just, it's dumb for a lot of these fucking kids to get off super minis at 13 years old. Mm-hmm. We're going to ride a 125 for a few months, and then we're just going to jump you straight on a 250F. Yep. I'm sorry. 14 years old, fucking kid weighs, what, 100 pounds soaking wet? Yeah, that's stupid. He is not ready to ride a factory 250F. My <laughs> fat-ass wheelie to 250F down the second straight at Redbud all day yesterday in third gear. Yeah. Without clutching it, just Look, literally the ripping rule, out of the corner. This should be a rule to ride a 250F. You should be able to carry that rear wheel with a sprocket and a rotor on it. You should be able to carry it down and back a football field. Bingo. There we go. Exactly. See, look, see how we just feel? Exactly. Wow. Because I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. a lot of those kids probably wouldn't be able to do it. Nope. So, no, I just, and this is a whole nother conversation we yeah. can have for something because we both have, we're very passionate about this. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are because the amateur system, and I know that we're not the, we're the millionth person to say this, is fucking broken. Mm-hmm. It's been broken for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I could honestly say the amateur system wasn't broken, you got to go all the way back to the Austin Stroop, Nico Izzy, Trey Kennard days. We might be swinging in the right direction though because Hopefully. teams are not signing these kids early now like By the this. way, I know this kind of, you're not, you weren't really around when this is going on, but you know who Nico is. Did you watch the Nico? I did. Kind of let you in on how things were even back then. I did. Yeah. And see, for you, I think you're the perfect person to watch that because I grew up around Nico. Mm-hmm. I lived that era. But, like, for you, who wasn't really, like, you weren't around with that, you is the perfect person to get the perspective because you can see the bullshit that was going on even that far back in mm-hmm. the amateur shit. And everybody's like, amateurs have been amateurs making 200000 No way. And then Nico goes, yeah, dude, I don't even know how much money I was making. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was like, I don't know. I didn't have any idea. Yeah, but no, I was making you know, I was making a lot of money. I could smoke a lot of weed with it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Oh, no. Nico didn't... Uh, when I heard that interview, because I, I'm like... <laughs> I just laughed. Shut up. Bro. I was like, you're a stop fucking... It. You're a douchebag. Yeah, you're a fucking it. douchebag. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So, Hymas has a rough week. Hopefully, they hold him till like, outdoors next year. They need to. Ryder D... Ryder D was checked out. He didn't give a shit because he knew he was going pro. Cole Martinez wins the A class. <laughs> I loved his interview after he won the title, the pro sport title. He's like, "Yeah, man, like I really hope to do more motocross races. This is fun. <laughs> this is a good time. This is a good time. I ride in the desert now." Yeah. Um, Michael Lessie. Did you hear the Michael Lessie controversy? I heard there was some controversy, but I don't know what it was. There's always controversy with Michael Lessie. Was there a laser pointer? No. Damn. No, that wasn't it. He Damn. was trying to figure out some way to get a better start. Yeah. What the fuck did they say he I was doing? I heard that doing? was a gate pick thing. No, it wasn't a gate pick. Was it something like he had the bike turned around and was essentially doing a burnout and throwing the dirt 
straight or some stupid shit like that. With some fucking just the most ridiculous shit you've ever heard in your life. There's always got to be drama. totally an Alessi thing. Totally an Alessi thing. There's always got to be drama around Mike all so, the time. So, yeah. Um, uh, Ferry was sick all week. Yeah, and he also uh, he crashed in, I think, one of his second motors. Yeah. I mean, so that I mean, he was really that, he was really a letdown, dude. That kid, that. that kid always has something going on with him, man. Yep. And you know what? Perfect, like we're talking about with training, it's probably his training regiment. No, Tim's a smart guy. I'm not saying Tim's not a smart guy, but it's typical bullshit with these kids. They're just they're getting worked too much, and their bodies are not ready for it. Look, dude, he's fine. He's fine. I'm just kidding. He's not fine. We are so not fine. That's... No, he's got a lot of shit going on with him. Yeah, and that was a bad week. Was because it like, was a weird. It was a weird Loretta's period. Yeah, while going out the first fucking two fifty B moto and fucking Preston base fluke and I fuck who the fuck was it? That kid was shot after that moto, by the way. Yeah, well, dude, when he when he fucking when he pitched it sideways going into the beach corner and he almost didn't bring it back, I was like, oh god, he's gonna be fucking mm-hmm. dead legged. Who the fuck was that? I can't remember who beat him that who won the moto. But yeah, dude, that, that was just a weird Loretta's week. Like Did the you whole like the Schoolboy 2 moto, the second one where Bennick decided he was going to ride a second lap? <laughs> I will <laughs> or, say a, this. or a victory lap, I'm sorry. I will say this. Daxton Bennick, on a week of letdowns or just eh, actually surprised me. Really? He, I know there's this hype around Bennick. And he's had some up and down the last two years. Him getting a moto win or two moto wins or whatever it was was actually really surprising to me. Because I just did not believe going in that between Deegan and Ferry and Base Flug that he was going to have anything for those Dude, guys. Dude, I don't have any confidence in Base Flug. I think he is... He's another one of those kids got a weird story, man. He he's didn't... he's fast, but I don't think he's got it. If nah, we're going to be real honest. Seeing how he looked after one of those motos there, I'm like, Dude, and you want to go pro and ride 30 plus 2 and you can't even ride 25 plus 2? His problem is, is that he's from the Northwest. It, I don't think he rides in the heat a lot. I think that's his issue. I don't think he trains in the heat. Well, you know what? We better fucking fix that then because it's not a good look. Yeah. God, I can't even, I can't remember who the kid was. Talon Hawkins is another one, but Stu is real high on him, but I don't know. We'll see. Caden Braswell was definitely a surprise. That was Braswell, I think, might do well. He's kind of one of those underdogs that like has been overlooked as far as like amateurs go. But I think, because I think, was it Stu that brought him up too? Maybe it was Stu. So Hawkins, he was very high on with some technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Braswell, when they talked about it on his podcast, and you'll listen to this, he's he was they're very high on him for uh, his fitness. Yeah, they're like, dude, he, he can probably go out and ride a pro moto. I will say this though: the one kid that is right now on track to be that next guy, Casey Cochran. Yep. God, that kid is fucking fast. If that kid yep. can stay, but he's one of those kids, he's got to put some meat on. He's, yeah. And I know he's only on the 125, so it's not a big deal. And he's actually doing the smart thing. Mm-hmm. How the hell he doesn't have a Rockstar Husky ride, I know that. Oh, he's on a 125. No one wants Rockstar Husky ride right now. No, but he does because he's a Husky guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Gross. Um, How no. he doesn't have a factory ride is beyond me. I don't really know the whole situation. But uh, no, that kid, he's, he's the real deal. Hmm. He is the real deal. If I were to give any confidence of one of these kids, because we, because I don't really want to talk about like the super mini kids. And they, there's a lot of kids in there, but they're still really young. Uh, Casey Cochran would be my guy that I'd be like, yep, Casey Cochran, like that's the next, hmm. th- that's the next kid. Because that like one of coaches, former kids, Logan Best, he had a pretty good week. Yep. Um, outside of that, 
I guess I just didn't watch enough of the motos. I know who did what, but yeah, like outside of that, I don't really have a. I don't really know. I mean, Yamaha had a kid that won a couple eighty-five titles. I think. I don't know. I didn't get that into those classes. Like I listened a lot the first day, and then the rest of the week, dude, I was trying to watch stuff and i just fucking as much as i couldn't so then i was watching just replays like yeah. 250b and schoolboy 2 and stuff so as much as i can't stand davy and tim cotter and the whole mx sports crew i miss the going to loretta's mm-hmm. loretta's is always a fun time but it's very hard to pay attention at loretta's when you're not there because there's so many fucking classes mm-hmm. there's so much shit going on mm-hmm. so it's very it's one of those things that it's not like a normal like oh i'm watching a national or a supercross it's very hard to pay attention did you happen to see the kids electric class there no oh my god so i guess these guys they don't do the site lap because they don't want to burn the battery and then they're standing there on the start line with compressed air blowing it on the fucking motors or the batteries to try to keep them cool for the moto like it's the most ridiculous thing ever oh did uh kiefer <clears throat> beat brownie or no no <laughs> okay. no uh kiefer put it in the best way possible brownie at loretta's is like kiefer at glen helen yeah he's not touching brownie there and brownie doesn't touch him at glen helen what if that's actual like evidence, or he's just like guessing? No, he smoked Brownie oh, last okay. year at Glen Helen. Well, yeah, Kiefer probably rides Glen Helen. Smoked the shit out of him. Good for but, Chris yeah. Kiefer. He's like getting the second career as an amateur rider. <laughs> oh, I mean, was... I like Chris. No, like... I do. I, Chris is one of those dudes that I would actually love to hang out with. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He really is. I know that people... Soul rider, bro. <laughs> he's fucking... What is it? Uh, what is the, the desert comment that he always makes? I don't know. High Hi res Dez. No, high Dez. High Dez. High Dez, bro. Yeah, bro. You go out to the washer, you hook a left around that, a right around the dead body, and then you find the junk car and hook a left around that and bring it back around, buddy. Dead body's an old prostitute. <laughs> <from the 80s. laughs> no. All right, let's get into the big Loretta's oh. talk, though. So let's talk about Deegan's week here. So he wins the Schoolboy 2 class. Mm-hmm. What do you go? Did he go? He didn't go 1 1 1. No, did he, he swept the Schoolboy 2. Okay. He DNF'd 2 1. Yeah, DNF 2 1. Um,. And I mean that dude, that first moto, just just pure fucking because I did watch that one live, just pure fucking comedy gold that he runs into Evan Ferry. When I and saw that, that, I was like, "Oh it. my god!" And then that just makes that's why it I texted fucking, you. I was like, "Of course, him and Ferry uh-huh. would get into it." Well, and the thing, well, the thing was, was that he got a shit start, and so he was coming through the pack. So he probably did not have his head up. He probably had his head on a swivel, trying to make sure he didn't fucking go down. To my then, point that these kids don't know how to work their way through the pack. Then, of course, Fairy fucking, you know... Bouncing all over the fucking place. Yeah, bouncing all over the fucking place. Tips over in a rut. And as soon as he stands up, Deegan just ass-packs the fuck but out of, of him. Of course, though, dude. It would be those two. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. Well, dude. then I'm like, I'm watching it because I'm like, okay, cool, like, whatever. Deegan will start working his way through. And then all of a sudden, they're like, Deegan's off the track. I'm like, wait, what? And then, yeah. And he so. goes into the mechanics area, and he's just like, what? Yeah. What? Well, that what? wheel was fucked up. Oh, I'm sure was. you've seen the videos. Oh, yeah. No, it was. It, it was, was fucked up. So, um, but that's not where our story ends. Oh, no. It never ends with Hayden Deegan. The story never ends with Hayden Deegan. There's always stories. So, as I'm sure everyone's aware now, because we're usually the last to do press on stuff, and, and here we are. let's be real. Everybody in the moto industry has heard about the this. story. So, Deegan gets his bike claimed after the last... 250B moto mm-hmm. by what's the kid's Brennan, name? Brennan Schofield. Brennan Schofield. Wow, that kid's getting a lot of press these days too. He just did a thing with Tyler. Yeah, Lev- yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, I watch that. I watch yep. that. Yep. Tyler, Tyler actually knows what he's talking about. He's a former pro. Yeah. So anyway, so he, this kid, as the story goes, by this kid because I watched that Canada? whole interview. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but he's at Moto X Compound. Okay, so he's Matt and Matt Walker plays into this. Oh yes. Okay. Right. That fucking piece of shit. 
I got strong words about Matt Walker. Great. Let's fucking hear him. I, wow. I mean, anyway, okay. So the kid makes a claim on the bike. The kid has the money, supposedly, the way this goes, if he's telling the truth. And again, there's two sides to every story. And I don't know if they're truthful, but we'll just go with this. According to his side of the story, which I've heard, he makes a claim on the bike with money that he has earned by wrenching on bikes at the Moto X compound. He literally was going to do this at regionals and then didn't have all the money for it. Yeah. Like he was like he even said he's like I was going to claim the bike at regionals because me and Deegan were at the same regional but I didn't have all 17 grand for it. So he goes in to claim the bike and of course who does he talk to? Your best friend. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Tim fucking Cotter. God. Which I if we see him at Oh, he's not hard to miss. If we see him I, dude, I really want to walk up with the GoPro and be like, so do you want to make a comment about what happened at Loretta's or because, I mean, what's he going to do? Flip out on us? Great. Oh, yeah. Go I've for seen, it. I've seen Tim Cotter. It's funny, dude. He's a fucking dickhead. Go for it. So Tim Cotter, who is, as we've all heard, uh, if you've watched Chris Cooksey's thing or whatever, go check it out. He's got a couple of videos on his channel. Um, uh, you know, basically ask the kid, why is he doing this? Takes him in a room. Brian Deegan's in there, which it's a minor. So you're fucking really playing with fire. Like yeah, you want to get real shitty? Like I can sue you for entrapment or I'm kidnapping. Not, Take your pick. I've said some really nice things about Brian, but uh, after some of the stuff I've heard, I, I kind of have to. Now, read. see, I haven't heard a lot about him. Within all the in all of this, I haven't heard a lot. Now, I know I've heard he's there was a lot of intimidation. I, I know he's trying to downplay it, and I don't. What else I, is he gonna do? I, I yeah, I, which I which I figured, but also I don't remember the kid saying that he really. You know, was trying to intimidate. No, there him. were other people. There are other people that have that oh, were okay. close to the situation that are saying, "Oh yeah, Brian was trying to intimidate See, him." And- uh, but okay, but but from the words, the actual kid who was in the room with them and everything, that wasn't what he was getting at. Yeah, Brian just kind of asked him like, "Dude, why are you doing this?" And then Brian was like, "I didn't even know this was a rule," which is super funny because as Chris pointed out in his last video about this, which he's got several. Brian has been at races before, literally running his mouth saying, I'll claim everybody's fucking bike on this line. I'm fucking rich. I'll fucking buy all your bikes. Fuck you. Okay, but you didn't know this was a rule? Like, yeah. I don't know. And, and I mean, I don't know. Deegan's try to play it off as they're very, um, like, down to earth and stuff. That guy's fucking loaded. And it would not surprise me. And then I do look at their new compound that they bought. Uh, well, and I I've heard stuff about them at amateur race. Like there's always something, and it's not usually particularly to do with the race. It's usually extracurricular stuff. This is the problem that there's when you always get, shit at the races this with is them. A problem when you get that big. I heard they got. I heard he got arrested at Minios. Brian? Yeah, last year. For what? I don't remember. Something. Some after party thing. And we're gonna, and we're know. gonna and when we get into the 250 class when we talk about Hayden. Yeah. I'm going to make some comments about I just, this is why I think this experiment is going to go sideways. So anyway, so this kid makes a claim. Tim so by Cotter. The way, and I don't even know who fucking Brennan Schofield is. No one knew until now, but now everybody does. And then they basically Cotter and Deegan talk to him. He's still going through with it. AMA tags the motor and impounds the bike just like they're supposed to. The AMA people did what they were supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and then they say that, like, oh... Uh, they want to change the oil yeah. in the morning, and if they find metal shavings, they're going to have to change the motor, which to the kids... Yamaha, or, like, Star wanted, like, they didn't have time to do something yeah, with the motor. Yeah, which is fine. AMA, according to what 
this kid said AMA was going to release the bike to him for two hours prior to the moto so they could do their bike work they needed to do. And the kid was cool with it too because he's like, look, if you guys open it up and there's metal shavings and you put a new motor in, that's fine because I'm getting that motor and that motor then. Like, I get both of them. So... Like, whatever. Like, the kid was super cool about it, apparently, of like, look, I don't give a fuck what you guys do to it. I'm taking all of the parts. Yeah. Like, whatever. And then, apparently, Matt Walker's his trainer or whatever, mm. because he trains at Moto X. So, Matt Walker tells him, hey, come on over to my camp. They sit down. And then you have Matt Walker, this kid, this kid's dad is now part of the picture, which is good, because he is a minor, after all. And then some dude from Yamaha. Yeah. And then was Deegan there too? I don't remember. Bobby Regan was there. Was Bobby Regan there? Bo- I don't know I if Bobby know. Regan was there, but he was getting information fed back to him about this. Okay. Thing. So anyway, so they all sit down and apparently, according to this kid, Matt Walker just starts firing off at him. What the fuck are you doing? This isn't how we fucking do it. You can't claim this fucking bike. And on and on Which and this on. This is who Matt Walker is. And then the guy from Yamaha basically tells him, look, we've contacted your... Because apparently he has some dealership sponsor in Canada, and they literally told this dealership that if this goes through, they're going to pull their Yamaha thing out of this dealership. And this is where my fucking rant starts to kick in. So Holster Co. Reload rant here. They basically coerce this kid and fucking torment him into not claiming this bike. Yeah, it's intimidation. They intimidate him into not doing it. And they basically threaten him. that. And here's the thing, too. This kid knows because there was a rumor that went out, and I once again I'm not as up to date on this shit because I just I don't like drama. But he also wanted to do a a YouTube video with the bike. He he did mention that. And then that, even yes. his engine builder was like, "Hey, like this and that." But then they made the comment, like, "Which well, I follow those guys at HP Race Development on my and whatever." The ECU actually is everybody knows. We can talk about the motors, but nowadays it's the ECU. And Pro Circuit even came out and said about this shit because somebody brought the comment to the pro. They're like, dude, our shit's so password protected. That's what I've heard, Unless yes. you're a fucking hacker, you're not going to be. But mm-hmm. anyways, anyways, uh, it's intimidation, though. It, it, and basically, he knew, he knew on the back end of this that he was going to get so much fucking hate. First off, first off, let's just start with this. What do you think the bigwigs at Yamaha in Japan are going to say when they hear that this dude because from what i understand the guy that threatened this has no pull to do this whatsoever no has no pull to do with this whatsoever what do you think the guys at yamaha japan are going to say when they hear that this is happening do you think they're going to be fucking pumped on it no this is a really bad look for everyone i was so this is terrible so i actually have an inside source i was talking to yesterday who this kid's best friend at the moto x compound is a local kid up here and so Here? we, sh- yeah. Okay. And so we should be getting some more Im- information on this as this goes on. Cause I told the guy, I was like, I want to know, like, from what I heard, they offered him, uh, two motors and to come down and ride the bike or something. Yeah. That's what I heard. But I, I haven't, but he didn't say that in the interview. So I don't know. Here's where my rant comes into play. Fuck you. Fuck you. I will come down with a hundred thousand dollars cash. I will pay the 40th place kid in these B-Motos, A-Motos, whatever the fuck it is, to claim these bikes. I will pay them separately, and I will take Honda HRC Honda. I will take a fucking Pro Circuit Kawasaki, and I will take a Star Yamaha with me. Like, go fuck yourself. These rules are in there. You all know these rules are in there, and I'm going to fuck about your unwritten rules. Yep. Fuck you. Which it's also... Fuck you. Fuck like, this Tim is fucking Con- dumb. Tim Cotter? Tim Cotter can go fuck himself. Yamaha. 
I'm here to tell you right now. Bobby Regan, as much as I like Bobby Regan, because he keeps claiming, oh, no, they're not a factory bike. Dude, fuck off with that shit. Do you know what they told the kid? You, did you actually watch the interview? No, I like I said, I they I, they they were asking him. They were like, "So what are you gonna do with it?" And they asked him this several times. And then when he finally got in the tent thing with Matt Walker or whatever, and the Yamaha guy, I don't remember again. I wish I could remember his name. I don't remember who he was. Uh, when he said, "Is it he, Donnie Lutz?" No, nah, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Is he from ya- like Yamaha? Yes, he's actually from Yamaha. I wonder if it was Donnie Lutz. I don't know. Anyway, Keith McCarty. He no, it wasn't Keith okay. McCarty. Uh, they ask him, like, what are you going to do with it? And he's like, well, honestly, I'm probably going to take it to Canada next week and race it. And they told him, they straight up told him, and this is where they fucked themselves, they straight up told him, well, if something's wrong with that motor or it breaks, like, you can't buy parts for it. Okay, you just admitted you have a factory fucking bike there. Because Bobby Regan made the comment about the etching. He yeah. doesn't want, they don't want people to know where they get their parts manufactured from, where they get them from machine Great. from. Yeah. And you shouldn't put it on an amateur kid's bike with a claiming rule, dumbasses. Yeah, especially this for $17,000. We know the suspension on that bike alone is worth more than seventeen k. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Go Tim Cotter, fuck yourselves. This is a bad look Yamaha. on Yamaha. I don't want to ride my I, like. I don't want my Yamaha anymore. Bobby Regan, Deegan. You know the funny thing is the one person that has no fault in this is Hayden himself. He doesn't know what the fuck's going I, on. Honestly, I actually believe that he doesn't know. After this came out, he doesn't really know what he's riding. He's I just. I don't put any blame on the Deegan's period because I don't think they have any. I, th- I don't I think, think they have Brian, any say on what the fuck they're actually no, riding. No, but like I think. That. Well, I think Brian does. I, I disagree with you a little bit on you that. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, you, when you're when you that... Now, this is one of the first few thi- nice things, and I'm not that I say bad things, but like nice things about Hayden Deegan. I think Hayden, to him, he just goes, I'll ride what you whatever you put under my ass. Yeah. I'll go fucking ride it. I don't think he fucking knows. And not that it would matter, but I don't think he knows. But Brian, and the only reason I say this, remember the comment he made with Jace, where he's talking about the dino shit, and when they were uncertain about going from KTM to Yamaha. And they were like, they were seeing different numbers from their motor guy. Mm. I think that Brian, I just think that Brian is too involved with both of his kids, all of his kids' careers, Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't, it's hard for me to believe he doesn't know. Now, I don't know if he intimidated him. I don't, I don't know if Brian, I think he's too big of a figure that if that ever got out, that he was intimidating a kid, but he's at fault somehow in this. Here's, here's the thing. Everybody, this is a fucked up look for our sport right now. No, this is a fucked up look for Yamaha. This is terrible. This is fucking terrible. If you just let the kid claim the bike for seventeen grand and fucking whatever, okay, great. You want to know what? We'd have heard about it last week is, oh, he claimed Hayden's bike. Yep. And that's it. But for that's the fact all that we he, hear. The fact but that now, he had the, mo- and the, had the money. Yeah. The fact that he had the money and then he didn't come away with the bike tells you. That just tells you in a nutshell what you need to know. There are multiple things they could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Number one, okay, the kid wants to make a YouTube video and ride the bike. Cool. Tell him to drop the claim. We'll fly you down to the goat farm for a month. You can fucking train. You can ride our bikes. Yep. No problem. Number two, you go out and you get 15 other people in the class who you have control over to also make a claim because then it becomes a raffle. So now you've got a one in 15 shot instead of a, or, you know, a a 15 to one odds that you're going to get the bike back and no one's going to know. 
Number three, you just let it play out. You just let the kid get the bike. He makes a YouTube video. He's a fucking nobody. Nobody's ever heard of him. Yeah, Sweet. it's not like with Hayden Deegan's bike, all of a sudden he's going to fucking go win races. No. And here's the thing, too. People are like, people are actually, in a, once again, we don't know if this part is true, but that because the engine builder thing came in. People are like, well, that's not right. Here's the thing. That guy's not doing anything wrong because the fucking rule allows them to do it. Mm-hmm. If that engine builder wants to pay his fucking kid 17 grand to go claim fucking Hayden's bike so he can get into that motor and build a De- Deegan spec motor, Here's the thing. If that fucking rule wasn't there, he wouldn't be able to do that. But because it is, I'd do the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. If I was a goddamn engine builder, I'd be like, yeah, claim that fucking bike. Claim the Honda bike. Claim the Cowie bike. This isn't bike. the first time that's happened either. There's oh, a guy that's, that's got one of Michael Lessie's bikes in his fucking office. Somebody was talking about it. They're like, dude, he Adam, still has it. Dude, Adam Chatfield, this is a thing. Yeah. Back when he was racing the Lessies, wanted to claim the Lessie bike. And he did. When fucking, um, uh, goddamn, I can't remember his name. Um, He's a California guy. Uh, I'll fucking remember his name. But he built all of the Alessi engines and shit. Same fucking thing. Like, the, you know how many times Nico Izzy tried to get toward that? People wanted to claim Nico's super minis. Yeah. Dude, there was a, there was a time that he Well, wrote, here's the thing. He wasn't even trying to accuse him of cheating. He just claimed the bike. Because here's the thing, too. And actually, Chad Sanner, who used to do, and this, you may not know this, but he ran 11's head mods. Okay. When Alex Martin was on Honda's. Yeah. And those bikes, Chad Sanner knows how to build a goddamn motor. Yeah. Chad Sander basically came out and made this comment. I don't know where, he, what, what avenue he put it on. He goes, yeah, I find it funny that people talk about these bikes being like cheater bikes, and then we talk about stock bikes, because he's like, nobody in an amateur national from the 50s on up to the age classes is actually riding a true stock bike No, when they're at that level. He goes, no. I'm, he's like, I'm sick and tired of people talking about, oh, they're a fa-. Here's the thing. If you're allowing factory teams factory teams to come in and support these mm-hmm. kids whether they're on a spec motor or not dude we used to talk about this with the geico hondas those were not fucking amateur bikes the team bobby hewitt's team team extreme green kawasaki bikes back in the austin stroop days and the fucking hunter hewitt days and all that those bikes weren't stock no nobody rides stock bikes Fuck. at that level i remember back before i was even in moto back when i was stunt riding there were some kids on the east side of the state that stunt rode or whatever, some little kids, right? And I was talking to their dad, and he goes, bro, we used to do the motocross thing, and we went to Loretta's the first year, and they were on P-dubs, right? And they take off, and they're and he's like, I know my boys are fast on these P-dubs. Like, they're fast, but it's a stock class. He's like, they take off, and they're fucking halfway down the straightaway. Everybody else is in the first corner, and I look at the dad next to me. I'm like, what the fuck? And he goes, it's Loretta's, boy. Run what you brung. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's like, so guess what? We didn't go back to Loretta's with stock bikes again. Cheating is not a thing in amateur motocross. It's a mod class anyway. What the fuck can they cheat and even on? In the, and even in what the, are the rules? I don't even, even know in the class, mod class. And even in the stock classes, nobody's riding a stock bike. No. So Get like, the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, they're in the mod class. Oh, you know what that you know what that restriction as far as like cheating is when you're in a mod 250 class? You can't run a 290 kit. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. My factory motor is going to beat a 290 big board kit. I don't care. That's the thing I don't get is like, what the fuck is the fucking, like, what's the problem? Oh, the problem is they didn't want the bike getting out it's, there. It's kind of like why we can't ride a 150 at a pro national in the 250 class. But holster coat, but holster coat reload rant on my end here. These factory teams like this or whatever, and the way Yamaha played this out, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. It's, I'm going to send 20 grand down there next year. I'm going to claim myself a fucking star Yamaha. Yeah, and you'd walk away with it. I'm excited. Here's the thing, guys. If the rule's not there, you can't. If the rule, if the rule's gonna be there, don't bitch about the rule. If they don't like it, maybe they should just tell MX Sports to get rid of the fucking rule. 
Yeah, here's the thing. And, and Weege even addressed this. He goes, you can't get mad at the kid when the fucking rule allows you to do it. Bingo. Like I said, I'm, and that's why I say you need to go watch that, the Weege show. Yeah, I will. Uh, no, this this Brendan Schofield kid, because there's actually people, there for the most part, 99% of the people are on his side. But there's that 1% a bunch of dickheads that are like, what they if, hate, he, what if he's Deegan lying? Homers. They're like, what if he's lying? I go, are you fucking kidding me? Why would this kid lie about this? He has no reason to lie. This kid has nothing to gain or and, lose and to be all honest, it's not. it can't be a lie because... He didn't walk was, away with a bike! There was a claim made, and yeah, and here he is without that bike. Like, Jesus, dude. Are you fucking kidding so, me? So, this go, seems like it could be easy to fuck, solve. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know this kid from Bob... But this kid, I feel bad for him. $17,000 of his own hard fucking earned money. And you know what? Even if he didn't, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. The rule is there. If fucking Bob down the road wants to give him seventeen grand to go claim Hayden Deegan's bike, who gives a shit how the money was there? Mm-hmm. If his fucking grandma, somebody made this comment, if his grandma rolled up on a fucking scooter and threw him $17,000, it doesn't matter how the money, where it came from. Dude, I'm here to tell you, to be really honest, if we ever go down to hang out at Loretta's, because we are not going to Loretta's to ride. Let me just tell you that. It is a fun time to go down there, but anyway. If we continue. ever go down to hang out, we are going to try to claim a bike. Yeah, you can. We're going to come back with one. It's just, it's ridiculous that people are actually be like, well, what if the kid's lying? The but fact will, that he doesn't <laughs> have the bike. But we will be much smarter about it, because we will do it on the last moto of the week, so they don't have to impound it. We'll just be like, hey, bro. Here's five grand. Go claim that. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. And here's the thing, too. And I fully believe this. And you don't have to agree with me or not. Nobody has to agree with me. If this was anybody else, mm-hmm. nobody would have cared. Mm-hmm. But it's Hayden fucking mm-hmm. Deegan. That's why this is a fucking joke. It's Hayden Deegan. If this yep. was... If this was fucking Caden Braswell, or this was Chance Hymas, or Ryder D. Okay. Let me also tell you, if my kid were to ever race Loretta's, which we won't, don't worry, that's yeah, not a problem. Don't put any more money in Davies. That is not a problem. If my 17-year-old kid ever got dragged in a room by himself with Tim Cotter, I would beat that dude to death. Oh, no. With my bare fucking hands. Yeah. Tim Cotter is... If anybody were to take my kid in a room by themselves behind closed doors, I would beat them to death with my bare fucking hands. I commend this kid's dad for not laying hands on Tim Cotter. I really do. I commend oh, yeah. this kid. Unless, unless, the guy, unless the guy's kid's dad did, and we haven't heard that part of the story. I mean, yet. I honestly would have put him on Deegan, too, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't give a fuck what kind of training Deegan's done. Like, eh, Sorry, dude. Yeah, I don't... I don't um, it's it's just a bad look. It's just a really bad look. It's a bad look all the way around. There, it's not good. It's not good. And they like can said, all go I, fuck themselves. I feel bad for the kid. I, I really cannot do. wait. What what kind do you think? I mean, what kind of bike do you think we should try to claim? A Honda. Only if it's an HRC one. I guess it just depends on whose Honda it is. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be sick. Could claim one of them pro circuit bikes. <sighs> but see, but now I'm nervous because they said that their ECU so password protected. It's like <laughs> fuck. By the way, great job, guys, for throwing that out there. <laughs> Kawasaki, you hey, yeah, I, you, do you like? No, 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 no. That was a genius move. Do you want to know why? Why? Because no one will try to claim one now. Uh, that's true. Because they'll like, be like, "Wow, like we got your motor cool, yeah. but we can't get into the good shit." Because they're like, "Wow, fuck." All Honestly, right. I would just take their bikes to just take their suspension. Yeah, it that's would be it. cool because they they're actually one of the few that run the Kashima coating on their fork mm. tubes as amateur shit. Oh, okay. So I'd I'd be, be like, I'll just take their suspension. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, no, man, I'm just. 
I feel so bad for that kid. I just do. It's such a fucking... And people are like, oh, that's a dick move. Look, if the fucking rule wasn't there, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. He's but not... The, here's what I think people get confused. He's not accusing him of cheating. He just wanted the he bike. He just wanted the bike. Here's the thing. If you didn't have a fucking factory bike, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But mm-hmm. guess what? You guys allow this shit. Well, you so. can't replace anything in there. Look, dude, it's all just nuts and bolts. Look, we a, can rebuild. I'm going to tell you right now, that kid, yeah, maybe it not be exactly alike, there's a lot of good machinists out there. It's pretty. It would I'm be, pretty sure that kid could send their shit to fucking DASA out in California, mm-hmm. and they could figure out, or here's the thing, you could probably send it to some fucking drag race motor builder honestly, that knows a hell of a lot of shit, and they could fucking do it. Honestly, the crazy machinists down the road could do it. Yeah. All it is is measurements. Yeah. This isn't that fucking hard to do. Like I said, is it going to be an exact replica? No, probably not. But there's a lot of fucking smart people out there that can figure out a way to get close. You can make it happen. So it just, it's, it's, I don't know. The whole thing is fucking stupid. And like I said, if it wasn't, if it was anyone else, we wouldn't have known. But it's fucking Hayden Deegan. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Hashtag reload rant. Got some good ones. And we'll talk about Hayden at the end of the 250. But anyway, Okay, uh, well, we can we can continue to talk about him now. So He's going pro iron man. We're not sure. <laughs> but, We're not sure. But oddly enough, he was at Unadilla yesterday riding the Pro-Am. And there was a press release this week before the race about the Pro-Am and getting your points. But we're just not sure. I like how Brian tries to cover this shit up. Like, dude, you're I'm, a marketing genius, but sometimes it goes a little too far. Like I like, said, bro, I'm, I'm starting to lose a little Everybody bit knows. It's kind of like when you were going to Yamaha and you kept putting out there, oh, we're not sure, we're not sure. Oh, my God, just stop. Whatever, dude. Just stop. Just let it happen. He's got to protect the brand. It's kind of... Speaking of protecting the brand, let me just go complete oddball direction here. Is it going to be about Haley? No. Oh, okay. No. So, so super funny thing with, like, trying to protect the brand and, and your stuff and things like that. So, Lego is releasing a new Harry Potter, like, collector series train set, right? People are going to love this portion of the show. It's hilarious. This guy orders a set from them. Mm. Mind you, they weren't even supposed to release when this set was coming out or what it looked like until next week, somebody accidentally put this set in a box and sent it to this guy <laughs> last week. <laughs> so all of a sudden there were pictures of this thing out on the internet. Wow. That was a good and like, up. yeah. And like I was watching a YouTube video about it the other day and they were like, yeah, literally some employee or some machine or whatever, however the fuck it works, just pick this up, put it in a box and like send it off to this guy. Wow. That guy's fired. And this guy was like, well, I'll send it back to him. And we're all like, what? Why would you do that? I don't understand. That person definitely is fired. Protecting the brand. Protecting the brand. <laughs> uh, but, but no, yeah, no yeah. that's like the worst kept secret. So yeah, so probably Iron Man, we're going to see him in the pro and class. And he'll probably be at, at Paula. And then he's going to, the word is, is he's either going to go do the Minios route, what a lot of people did, and just get a Supercross points there. Or we're going to see him at Futures. I tend to believe we'll see him at Futures because I think Star just wants him out there during the day. And then, you know... We can see him on Supercross Live. That's my opinion. I don't know if that's right or wrong. I don't really care. But I tend to believe he's going to do the Supercross Futures route. Because I think it'd just be too easy to get his points at Minios. He'll probably just get him at Minios, but then do Supercross Futures anyways. Yeah. And then we're going to see him full-time at Nationals next year. I don't know. That This, to me, is confusing because they're pushing the pace on this. Because I think You know what it is? I think that he went out, and I think that there was like it was in their mind... And then I think he went out and did what he did at Loretta's. And then they're like, no, you're ready, dude. You're ready. And I think the combine at Redbud had a lot to do with it as I well. I think so, too. Um, 
I wasn't even going to say Loretta's. I was going to say I think he went to that combine. I think the combine everybody. I and think went, the combine okay. like put it in play, mm-hmm. and then I think Loretta's sent it over the top. Yeah, because he was good at Loretta's. He was good. He was good. I mean, the only time he lost was that moto to, to Benick. But outside of that, I mean, yeah, it was good. Which he was coming through the pack on that one, too. He didn't have a good start. Yeah. I mean, so. Benick, and all credit to Benick, too. Because, again, 40th gate pick. Yeah. And, and, and credit <laughs> to Benick, too, well, not taking it away from him. Like, Deegan had a, quite a few laps to pass him. Yeah. And he just couldn't. But whatever. Like, yeah, he won four out of the six motos he rode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could say four out of five because the one moto was not, you know, bike malfunction. Yep. Um, but as far as <laughs> as far as expectation, uh, I started thinking about this. Six to nine, giggity. No. No. Oh. Uh, he will be a tad off of where Ryder D is. Because I started thinking about this, and we saw what he did to Hymas. But then I could go, oh, like Hymas and Ryder D, but then Ryder D's been smashing Hymas for how many months now? And I'm like... I see him being a little bit, and here's the thing too, and to remember my comment I made about a lot of these kids don't know how to work their way through the pack, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about when we get to Ryder Diaz's first moto. Really good. He was inside the top 10. I think he was, what, eighth? Yeah. Eighth. But then what happened in the second moto? Mm-hmm. He got a bad start. These kids don't know how to work their way through the pack. Hayden Deegan, if he gets a start, I think speed-wise, I think he, he's like Ryder D. He's going to be fine. But you tell me that that kid gets a 20th place start? Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if if you tell me Hayden Deegan gets a twentieth place start, I would almost be willing to bet the best he gets is an eleventh because he's not used to working his way through yeah. the pack. It's a whole different thing to deal with when you're out front and everything's smooth sailing, or you're riding with guys that are your pace, yeah, yeah. as opposed to getting around guys that are three seconds a lap slower than you, yeah, and then having to anticipate what said guys are going to do. Are they going to jump into your line? Are they going to get loose through a braking bump and fucking jump over? You know, are they, you have to think about all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's something that Hayden is not used to doing. He's just not. And Ryder D, the second moto, and even Talon Hawkins at Millville, mm-hmm. prove that. Yeah. And I just put Hayden as a little bit off of where Ryder D is. Okay. So I'm going to say that if everything goes perfect, mm-hmm. I would say he's probably going to be a 9-13 to 13 dude. Because Hayden or Ryder D got 8 that, that first moto, right? 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think he's exactly on Ryder D's pace. And then now you're talking about, now you got to go do 35 minutes at that pace. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, down at the goat farm. Dude, doing 35 minutes during the, the week as opposed to doing it on a race day, mm-hmm. two totally different fucking things. Also very true. Because there's always that thing in the back of your mind. Oh, dude, if I blow this section, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and at the pro level like that, too, it's not like, so, at an amateur level, from my experience mm-hmm. here, okay, I can go out and ride 20 to 30 minutes, and my motos are only 10 to 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. You can't go out and ride 70 minutes. Yeah. Like, you can't go double so nah. that when you're doing 35 minutes, you're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And dude, maybe he goes out the first moto, he yanks a good start, and he gets eighth. But I'm yeah. telling you what, he's not going to back it up with another eighth the second moto. No. It's a whole different fucking deal to do that two motos and then yeah. do it in a two-hour span. Yep. And then now you're talking about, oh, now you got to do the qualifying. You add that in there. Yep. And look, you can replicate all you want mm-hmm. during the week. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows at a professional level in any fucking sport, yep. it's totally different during the week as opposed to when it actually matters. Here's the thing. I'll be really interested if he does go pro at Ironman when we're there to see what it's like around the truck with him. I'm going to tell you what. The the fans down there, it's yeah. going to... I mean, dude, you saw what they did when they did the whole combine. They gave him that sight lap at, at the National when he was sitting down at the rollers and then everybody knew he was eyeing the leap. Yep. How fucking pumped up the crowd is. That yeah. kid is going to have such a long line of people getting... Like I said, I'm going to be interested. Like, we're going to walk by that truck a lot if he's there that weekend and see what's going on. What do you think the vibe is, though, if he just completely just fucking tanks it? I don't know. 
Because I think this is because we talk about this a lot with kids. Yeah, the expectation is totally uh-huh. different. Look, I don't think the expectation. He's good, but he's not Jet Lawrence. There's just there's a lot around Hayden Deegan, and I'm telling you this right now. If he doesn't live up, mm-hmm. I think a kid in his position that is used to winning, mm-hmm. it's gonna get into his head. Yeah, because he let's be real, he's not used to losing. He doesn't lose that often. Yep, his entire amateur career has been pretty much probably 98 percent winning. Yep. That's a thing when you don't win anymore because don't fucking get it twisted. This kid ain't going to go win. Mm -hmm. He ain't going to win for a long time in that class. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I'm glad that we get to see his debut. It's going to be... Look, I don't really pay attention to Hayden Deegan that often. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be paying attention to him a lot throughout the day Mm -hmm. when we're not an Ironman. And I don't just mean in the motos. I mean the whole entire day. Yeah. I'm going to be paying attention to him a lot. Because you're going to, in my opinion, we're going to be able to tell after the qualifying where he is. Because mm-hmm. if he goes out there and he just fucking hammers out a heater and he's only in ninth, you're going to be able to tell, mm-hmm. oh, shit, like, this is real. Yep. I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. I'm excited for it. I really am. Not so much as to how he does. Here's the thing. If he doesn't do good, he can go back to amateurs. I just don't think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to do that, though. I'm just saying. I if think he, there's if too he, much As hype. long as he doesn't score over 40. Yeah, but I don't think he, their camp, they're going to do that. Mm, I think yeah, they're yeah. pretty much all in at this point. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll so, see. So I'm excited for it. I really am. It's, yeah. It's going to be interesting. All right. Let's talk 250s here. we got about a half hour till Cub comes on. Uh, 250s brought to you by our friends at JT Cycle, serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over 30 years. Stopping to check out their full selection of beta, gas, gas, husky, and Suzuki motorcycles and power sports products. If you need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up, they have that too with a full lineup of Echo Errands, Gravely Simplici- and Simplicity. Visit JTCycle.com or follow them on Instagram at JTCycleBC. Okay. 250 class here. So Joe goes 1-3 for first overall. Whew. That was a good first moto for Joe. Holy shit, though. That second moto with him, oh, him, him and Wackers, fuck. man. Him and dude, Wackers. That was wild. Wow, dude. Good for Joe, though. Gets another overall. Yep. Uh, I will say this. he, I think he got it handed to him a little bit that first moto. Yes. Especially with the way seeing Jay Coop rode that second moto. Mm-hmm. I I think I'm pretty confident that I think Jay Coop, had he not gotten down, was probably going to win that first moto. Yep. Um, but good for Joe, man. Like, this is just a confidence thing for him. 100%. Keep it fucking going. Keep it rolling. Keep and just it like, rolling, hey, man, baby. I know I can. Because now it's gotten to the point that, like, oh, like, he could run their pace at the end of the moto. Or he can, you know, sneak in if a guy has problems. Well, now you've pretty much gotten to the point that Joe is top three pretty much all yeah. the time now. 100%. And I don't think that was any, any a question. But I think that you were just kind of, well, you know, this mm-hmm. is the first time he's really been doing it. Mm-hmm. No, man. Like, he was fucking solid that whole first moto. Yep. I mean, it's I'm a little bummed we didn't get to see more of him, but he, mm-hmm. I mean, he was so far gone. I don't, yeah. They're like, well, there's battles going on. We're not really going to focus it on him. Yeah. But that second moto, though, I am a little shocked, though, it took him that long to get around Whackers. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought when he got onto the back of, of McAdoo, he was going to be like, oh, we're going to see what Cameron's going to do because he's a little fucking crazy. <laughs> and then a lap later, we'll be like, all right, we're going to drop the hammer. We're going to go around him. And yeah. All the credit to McAdoo. He was running well. He, and you know what? Here's the thing. It's not like Joe was hesitant because Cameron was like getting loose in front of him and no. going all over the place. No, like, Joe was sticking it in Joe there. Joe just couldn't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think McAdoo, as he should, got tired. Yep. And Joe was like, well, I'm not. So Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to well, go. I'm now. good. I'm, dude, I'm I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been yeah, fun, thank but you I'm going to go. It's been good. Good for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one, three for first. That's good. Uh, Justin Cooper goes 5 1 for second. 
Abex, he's our 250 guy, right? He's got to be at this point. Like, you know? look, they, they did the right thing. They waited. And I don't think anything that happened with Craig yesterday has anything to do with their decision. No. Let's be real. And I know, and I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when I say this, but I have to preface this because anytime I give him compliments, we're not Jay Coop fans on this show. Nope. We respect him. We're not fans of him. Yep. This is the Justin Cooper of that we're, last, yeah, yeah, we're used to like, seeing. This is the only thing I will say I'm a little nervous, and we all know this. This is not new information. The contrast of when he gets a start and when, Versus he, when doesn't. he doesn't. And let's be real, he's not getting starts yeah. at MX of Nations outside of qualifying day when it's just the 250s. Mm-hmm. That makes me nervous, but as far as the speed, I have a hard time believing, and I know he'll say this, I think he's back to where he was last year. Yeah. I mean, dude, <laughs> he was on the whole fucking day. Yeah. And he would have won that first moto had he not mm-hmm. gone down. She made a mistake, cross-roaded, back yeah. in, not away from him, whatever. In all honesty, pretty much everybody went down yesterday in all the 250 the, class. Yeah, all the credit to Jay Coop, though, dude. <laughs> he fucking killed it. Yeah. And this is, you could have said it was three motos in a row, but it's been the last two out of three motos. Like, yeah. dude, he has been on it. Yeah. And I mean, dude, he walked away. He did. Second moto. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, and, and that's good for us. It's another guy. I know that it's only four rounds to go, but if he keeps doing this. Yeah, but at this point now, he's just out there to win races. So, And, I mean, here's the thing. The last three motos, I know he didn't win the first moto, but he had the speed to win it. Mm-hmm. We can't really question that he can't. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, he's been on it. I mean, dude, Washugal, he walked away from everyone. Yep. It sucks that it's this late in the year because it makes me believe had he been there early in the year, we could have had another guy. But yeah, this is just where Justin Cooper. So and I and I'm, I'm not a. I don't like Jay Coop, but I'm glad that that injury is not going to be a long term thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. good for him. Like this is good. Yep. Um. So Hunter Lawrence goes two five for third. Uh, I want to know what was going on with that second moto with the bike. Because I was adjusted with along there with the, the broadcast. Well, did, I thought the brake was going out. Did you listen to his interview? Well, he said the motor thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, though. But they changed the motor already. Yeah, but that wouldn't make me believe that the new motor was going to grenade. Here's the thing. Those Honda motors are looking sketchy. Like, they've obviously built power, but now you've got They're Jet's pushing got, the limited. The Jet's limit. got a DNF. Hunter thought first motor. And then here's the other thing. Are they having issues during the week that this is leading Hunter to think this? Because this Maybe. is twice now, Maybe. this year, that Hunter well, he thought has his motor was going at the at end of that Red first motor. Bud. Red and now you've got it again on top of the fact they changed it out after I the mean, first moto. We, this is a... And we know Honda's been dealing with this even since the Geico days. They have been trying yeah. to push the limit with their motors. Yep. So, I don't know. It's a bad look for Honda for the motors department. I will say this, even though Hunter got second that first moto, um, that was not an impressive day to me. No, he, he didn't look of, good yesterday at all. No, he kind of looked, even though he didn't have as sketchy as moments, he just looked like he was going past what he was comfortable to run that yep. pace. Mm-hmm. And even with him doing that, he wasn't. He never was in question to win a race. No. Um. I don't know. I mean, it was just, I mean, good for him that he still got second overall. Yeah. Or, no, third. I'm sorry. Yeah. But. He made up two points on Jet. Yeah. I mean, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Jet, Jet goes 7-2 for fourth. Holy shit. Your boy looked like ass. <sighs> that was not a good the day The whole for fucking us. day. 
Paul looked like ass. That was not a good day for us. I mean, dude, and, I really wanted to text you, but I knew you were going to watch the motos until later, and, and just wanted and, to go. And to be honest, after after seeing qualifying, because I did look at qualifying, because I I did go back over my uh, fantasy stuff mm-hmm. there and seeing like, holy shit, he's like two seconds faster. Mm-hmm. Wow. But then, I, like I said, uh, Flo was streaming the first half of that first moto, and I watched it because I had time. I was between motos or something, and I was like, oh, this isn't going well. There was a little bit of the chink in the armor yesterday. And, and no, see, no. And, and, and I, okay, okay. It wasn't great. But then I turn around and I look at everybody else here and I go, yeah, but this is Jet Lawrence top, we're talking about, though. Okay, but out of the top five, show me one dude that didn't go down. Yesterday. Here's the thing, though. You can say that, and I don't disagree, but this is Jet Lawrence we're talking Uh, about. Dude, I understand. And look, and I'll tell you this, and I've said this before about he really hasn't had to deal with pressure. (laughs) Look, and we'll talk about when we get to him. Nick Romano, that first moto, Mm -hmm. he made Jet work for it. And and here's the thing. I think that that's a... I'm not saying all of a sudden, oh my God, Jet Lawrence all of a sudden sucks ass all of a sudden. That's not what I'm saying. That's 100% what you're saying. Because you're a fucking hater. But Nick Romano doing what he did to Jet yesterday. and Romano not- was on one. In all fairness, Romano was on one yesterday. But it's Nick Romano, though. The, it, Jet Lawrence, it, I think. At the New York track, I mean. But I, he doesn't ride Unadilla, so that's not a fair I comment. I know. I don't give. Which, here's another thing. Dude, you look at that facility, and you're like, holy shit. All this infrastructure, everything here, and it just fucking sits here and grows grass the all year? The place is awesome. I was there in 2014. And it cool. just grows grass all year? Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? They just want to preserve the naturalness of it. They don't. That's why they don't ride the actual national track other than once a year. Unbelievable. Um, here's the thing, though. Yesterday kind of showed to me this is a look into his 450 career. Because, once again, I made this comment early in the year, or a couple shows ago. Jet, most of his 250 career has been able to pass guys and mm-hmm. usually walk away from them. He hasn't usually had any counter. Because let's be real, the most of the time when Jet passes people... Because he's so calculated with how he passes them, mm-hmm. it puts them in an awkward position where they're not carrying a lot of momentum and they can't really make something happen back. Or he just goes around them and he's just on one. Yesterday, that was not the case. And he was riding over his head the whole entire day. That's not something we're used to seeing with Jet. And once again, I'm not saying all Really? You felt like that? I didn't feel like it looked yeah, that way. Yeah. Dude, he... Bro, you talk about all these people that crash. Jet crashed more than anybody all day long. <laughs> well, 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 he did do that. And that's the thing, too, is Jet was making mistakes yesterday because of the fact that he was getting resistance. Mm-hmm. They were making him work harder than what he is used to. And that's, that's the thing. He has not been used to that. I it's suppose. just a little, it's a little chink in the armor moving forward into the 450 class. Yesterday was one of those things that you could go, it doesn't really affect Jet too much, but as far as people going... Look, if we just make him work a little bit harder and we, hey, we're going to sho- we're gonna shove a front-end wheel in there. We're going to make him think, hey, you leave the door open. Dude, we're gonna- how about him and RJ making contact? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Okay. And I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Like, that's Jet, that's just thing. how he is. He's confident. But the Romano thing. Like, dude, Jet did not have an answer for what Romano no. was doing to him. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, if this moto goes on, like, Jet's going to go around him and, you know, Romano has yeah. raced since Millville. But Nick Romano should have not been able to make that as hard as he did on Jet. And then I was like, man, these guys, are they're not giving him an inch. This is mm-hmm. the first time in a while. So is it going to affect the 250 career? No. But here's the thing. That's what he has to look forward to into his 450 career. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now. Did you see the videos of him riding the 450? I've seen one. I didn't really, not, Im- not impressed. I didn't really take. Did, I didn't really read much into it because I'm like, dude, he's 
literally like the first days like riding a 450 slash testing he's got to gain some muscle i'm just like i don't really see it being i'll just say this there was some signs yesterday of if you're in the 450 class you're going well if that's all i gotta do with this kid is fucking put some pressure on him Mm -hmm. and he's gonna fold so is it a big deal as far as the 250 shit goes no 450 is moving forward that's gonna happen every time he's on track yeah so yeah it was just and here's the thing too that's four motos in a row now that he has not won a moto and not even been close to winning a moto. Yeah. That's a thing, Still won the overall at Washington. But he got... Here's the thing, though. You talk about that, and as far as the points go, but that's the thing. He was not close to winning a moto at Washugal, and he really wasn't close yesterday. Yeah. That's, that's something that has to be said. Now, if he goes to Bud's and goes 1-1, cool, fine, not a big deal. But here's the thing. There's no evidence that he's going to go to Bud's Creek and go 1-1. I, it wouldn't shock me. He's probably pissed about yesterday. doesn't matter. He you. was probably pissed yesterday of what happened to Wash Eagle. He rode over his head yesterday, dude. Mm-hmm. You don't make the mistakes that he was doing yesterday by not riding over your head. If we go another two rounds, because I don't think... Actually, he- you know, in the second moto, well, you watched this thing. He said he hit. He hit the shifter and hit neutral by accident or something. Yeah, but that's not a thing that Jet does, though. That's I my know. point. I'm just Jet saying. Lawrence and Jason Thomas even made the comment. He's like, we don't see this out of Jet. Yeah. We hold Jet to a higher standard. So mm-hmm. when he does shit like this, it's kind of like, whoa. Look, I'm not going to read too much into it. This is the first issue we've had like this all like all year. And in in fact, in like two years, like we haven't we haven't ever seen a day where he's been like that. So I'm not going to read too much into it. I'm just going to go like it was a bad day. Which is what we do in this moto industry, too, is we see a bad day like that, we want to blow, oh, my God, fucking he's well, cracks no, in the arm of this and that. And it's like, uh, dude, I have a bad day at work once a week where I don't fucking get shit done or do enough or I fuck something up. You like, want to know why we make a bigger deal out of it, though, when it's somebody like Jet? Because comments that, like, you and Daniel Blair, when you do the generational talent. Yeah, from. I guess, but Ricky had bad days, too. Ricky still won when he had bad days. That's the difference. Yeah. Jet got, Jet now, that's, I'm, I know that, you're not going to read much into it because you're a fan of Jets. But for me, who's somebody who's neutral on the whole thing, it's a thing that... You're not is, neutral. You're such a hater. Anyways. It's a thing... <laughs> anyway, It's a thing when you're his... It's not com- going to even It's a thing when you're comment. his competitors. You look at it and go, if I can keep doing that to Jet and make Jet think a little bit more about his surroundings instead of just moving forward, mm-hmm. they're going to keep doing it. And that's the thing. I think that this is the one thing that we have not seen Jet had to deal with yet in his pro career. How did Jet do at Unadilla last year? Do we have any idea? I can't look it up because we have no service over Jay here. Coop won the first moto, and I think Jet won the second moto. So okay. it's not like he's bad at Unadilla. Okay. We can't, yeah, we I can't run. Sure. That's, I was yeah. just asking to see yeah. if that was the case. Like, if, Yeah, no, it's not like just he's an bad. Just like an Eli thing. Like, no, oh, he's I, think, not good there. I think he went 3-1 last year. Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right, so moving on. RJ goes 3-8 for fifth. Voling goes 6-6 six, six for 6. Quiet. Romano, like you said, really good start. That first moto ran really, really good for 4-9 for 7. Real seven. shocked that he held on to 3rd as long as there was 2nd as long was, as he did. That was wild. Uh, McAdoo goes 11-4 for 8th. That was a good comeback for him, I would say. Just uh, can't die. Yeah, Thrasher, 10-7. He's so good for ninth. What's wrong with 7th? Tell me, seriously. Like, what is wrong with 7th place? You are the only person... In the fucking industry, who does not see that he fucking is not good? Here's okay. I, I will we, agree we with you that we I will agree with you comment. that seventh is not what, good. What do you expect out of him? What like here's the thing: when people make the comment, and I'm going to go in on this a little bit since we got a little bit of time because there's not too much talk. It really pisses me off when people say seventh is not good. 
I'm sorry. All the people saying that seventh is not good have never fucking gotten top ten in a professional moto in their life. You're saying that, and then you're over here dogging fucking Jet for going seven two because it's Jet Lawrence. <laughs> Jet Lawrence is a little different than Nate Thrasher. Well, we expect Jet to win all the time. Well, you're sitting over here telling me Thrasher is 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 uh, stars ex- because stars w- next dude here because he's going to be because Jacob's not going to be stars the- next dude is going to go fucking go ten go uh, that's fucking the thing, though. whatever ten seven but that's for, the thing, for ninth that's the thing though that's where they are though like that's, look if you it's were an expectation thing. Nate Thrasher is not expected to win like Jet. I so know. when Jet has bad days like that, you can't sit there and say you can't look at it. But you can't sit here and beat the drum for Thrasher that he's their next dude and he's he out there a- going going ten seven for nine. But here's the thing though, it's factual. He is the next dude, not in the sense that he's going to win the then titles. Star is going to fall right the fuck off, and then this Star's is going to be gonna, a sad. But then Star is going to fall off. Star. Then Star is going to fall off I'm because just unless saying. Levi Kitchen. Unless, and I think Levi can. He's just got to stay healthy yeah. because this year has been rough for him. He got hurt in Supercross and he just got hurt during the week. Levi would be their next guy. But because Levi has not proven it yet and Nate has the three Supercross wins, by default, Nate is their next guy. It's not me saying, oh, he's the next guy because he's going to win titles. It's a factual statement. Dude, I mean, honestly, there are talks there, are, like, there are talks on the shows I listen to about, like, is he going to be able to keep this ride doing what he's doing? And- what? And like I like I'm dude I'm I don't know because Star Yamaha it's like dude you're expected to win like let's face it you're expected to well, win. well then I hate to break it to Bobby Regan and and this is a th- this mean, is a problem dude when Romano you- just went four nine okay Romano just came back and went four nine Thrasher has been riding but what is Thrasher and he goes ten seven you all the first motor he he also gets he came from like twentieth. <sighs> There's a lot of negatives what against, is Romano against done, Thrasher. What has Romano done compared to Thrasher this year? Romano's Thrasher, a fucking rookie, dude. Doesn't it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. Jet was winning as a rookie. He was killing it as a rookie. The whole rookie thing is blown way out of proportion. Look, if you're, I'll, if I'll you're be completely honest. To win, I bet if we go back and watch the broadcast, I bet you we haven't even seen Thrasher other than when he got fucking T-boned no, by whoever. But let me ask you on TV this let year. Me, let me ask, which you. is how irrelevant he is. But that's the thing, though. Let me ask you: What do you expect more out of him, though? Is seventh? What is wrong with seventh place? I expect him to be more towards the box. To be really honest with you, he's, he, if he's not... going to take the torch, if he's supposed to be the next guy to take the torch, like he should be in the top five. I don't believe that. I he should be in the top five. He's only going to be the guy by default, not because he is the guy winning. He's only going to be the guy by default. It has nothing to do with me saying, oh, Thrasher is now going to be a champion. That's well, not what I'm saying. Well, as of right now, he's not even the guy by default. But it pisses me off when people say, oh, top 10 is not good. I'm sorry. All the people that talk about that kind of stuff are not top 10 in the world at their job. So people can, and, and that's the great thing about what we do. We can make I'm these comments. I'm pretty much number one at my job. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's the thing is when we, we can make these comments, but when you think about it in the sense that he's top 10, mm-hmm. I know that they think, oh, he should win, but nobody, he's not winning. Romano's not winning. LeBlanc's not winning. Kitchen won the one moto. Outside of that, he's not. Justin Cooper, who is their guy in the 250 class because J-Mart's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Colt Nichols didn't win outdoors. He didn't get podiums outdoors. My point is is that when people go up and say, oh, yeah, 10 sevens fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Have you ever gotten seventh place in a fucking 250 outdoor national? No, you haven't. I have not. So no, it's, a, it's disrespectful. I can't even win D-class. Yeah, so it's, disres- <laughs> it's, it's disrespectful when people make comments like, oh, yeah, seventh's not as good. All right, well, then you know what? Tell all those fucking dudes that have never gotten seventh in a national moto in their life that they suck ass. It's That's what they are saying. I'm sorry. Max Volan got sixth. That mo- got si- went 6-6. Six, six, was having trouble getting Does Max Volan suck? Does when RJ doesn't get seventh in a moto, does RJ suck? At least Max Volan's up towards the top five. 
What is it? Has Max Mullen ever won a Supercross? Uh, nope. RJ just won his first Supercross. Nate Thrasher has three. Tell me how many of those other guys that he... And then his other results are fucking terrible. Like, this point has been made multiple times but on multiple different shows. But it doesn't fucking matter. He still has three Supercross wins in the 250 he class. He does. He does. So I people can talk about point. the rest of his results, his results suck. That's like saying, the fuck has Adam Cincerello done in a 450 class since he got out? He hasn't won one. I know. But yeah, he keeps getting fucking... And I'm not comparing Nate Thrasher to AC, but it's the same argument. It's, it is the same argument. You I know love this because I just get you going. Because it's not even a Nate Thrasher thing. It's a disrespectful thing to other competitors that have yeah. never won. That have never fucking won. It, it really is. When you think about it, it really fucking is. My thing is, is you just get so... You have such an affinity for this kid. No, it's not just because Nate you're Thrasher. Get, you are so fired up every does time Seth I say Hamaker, like... Does Seth Hammaker suck? Does Seth Hammaker suck? Yeah, does he suck? <sighs> is he terrible on a dirt bike? It's not because he can't win races. Like it's not a great look. Who else here. on that fucking team outside of Joe has done anything this year? And I'm sorry, Seth was whooping Joe's ass before he got hurt in Supercross, and Seth would have continued to whoop Joe's yeah. ass in Supercross. Now outdoors, no, Seth's not on Joe's level outdoors. But Joe has not gotten to this level until just now outdoors. Before that, Seth was beating him. So my thing is, is that if we're gonna make comments like that, we have to be consistent with other people. AC, I know he has the one championship, and I'm not comparing Nate Thrasher to AC. But it's a Sounds thing like you are. because it's a because it's true. What has AC done in his 450 Supercross career? Has he won a race? Nope. Okay. Has he made it through a whole Supercross career? Nope. Nope. Outside of that outdoor season, 2020, he was battling for wins, but he didn't every single week in a weird COVID 2020 outdoor season. No, no, I'm talking in his whole career. No, he hasn't. He, Supercross, he has not battled for wins outside of two races. He's not been what? close. Who? AC yeah. in, in the 250 class? No. Supercross 450. Oh. See, I'm talking 250 class. Yeah, and guess what? He still didn't fucking win a title. I don't care. It's uh, but that, his, No, 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 no. You can't rides, do that. His, you can't do that. You cannot do that. Because how often did he win when he wasn't... When, he didn't win a lot. I'm not talking about winning titles from Nate Thrasher. I'm talking about, dude, you win and then you get 14th the next three weeks in a row. Still got wins. And we like to play this comment. Oh, we can deal with speed. We can deal with speed. Here's the thing. I just want some consistency. But the speed isn't... That was going to say, but that's the thing. The, conspe- the speed's literally not consistent at all. And AC's it's like, fast and it's as like fuck. completely random. AC's fast as fuck. He'll go 5-1 five, five weekend. You know what he gets? DNF the next. Yeah. He's so my thing DNF is... DNF because he's going so fucking fast. And my thing is, is it's not... The bike can't handle how fast so he wants to go. Nate, it's not so much Nate Thrasher. It's consistency. His mind works faster than that motorcycle. If we're going to make comments like that, we have to be consistent with everyone. Dude, I'm just going to get you fired up on this every single week here. Because it's a valid fucking argument. It pisses me off. People cannot be consistent because people like to pick and choose who they want to have these comments with. It's just... It's not a good look that you randomly win like three races and then the rest of the time it's like you're struggling to be in the top 10 Then that's who he's gonna no not struggle to be top 10 in supercross not struggle to be top 10 in supercross no he was top 10 pretty much every fucking round outside of one of those quirky ones okay i'm sorry when half the class is there he doesn't struggle to be top 10 so he would be top five if half of these dudes dropped out still has three wins like i said still has the three wins like i said still has the three fucking wins when half the class isn't there i'm sorry he beat hunter warren straight up when half the class isn't there. He beat Hunter Lawrence straight up, and he beat everybody He can maintain up. a top five average finish. When Doesn't you put the whole class in there. Tell me at the end of their careers how many people have three Supercross wins. That's This is my point. It's not a Nate Thrasher thing. It's a consistency thing. I just want the industry to be consistent with their comments. Look, I'll go back at the end of the year here, and I'm going to do... I'm going to not count his three wins, mm-hmm. and I'll average his Supercross finishes across the last two years, and then I will average his outdoor finishes mm-hmm. and we'll see what it is and i will say i don't give a shit 
I will say he has three Supercross wins. <laughs> yeah, just... It's factual. It's I'm not, a, but I'm a, not trying to... See, here's the thing. I feel like you feel like I'm trying to take that fact away. I'm not trying to take a fact away that he won three races. He's won three races. Yes, yes, yes. he has done that. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to point out is that outside of those weirdo three races he won, he has won, he hasn't fucking done anything. And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Those three wins that he did has done more for Star Yamaha than the races that he has been just weird. Because those three wins are a big fucking deal. So to my point is, and I don't care, and I love him to death, I don't care if it was Coach, I don't care if it was Cooksey, I don't care who it was. I would argue this with him because we like to do... Then we're taking Jaleek Swole's overall away from him. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. But that's my thing, though, is we can't pick and choose who we talk about. I, dude, I'm not going to argue anything about Swole. He fucking sucks, too. And Jalik is way worse than Nate Thrasher. Uh, yes, I and will agree my, with and that, And that's too. my point. But yeah, I keep, will agree with that, But he too. still keeps getting rides. And we question that every year, too. And, and we I, do. And I, I'm the, but he still has rides, I am consistent with he also is not deserving of that ride. And I agree with that. But We he should still, give it to somebody else and thing, see if we can do something different with here's it. Here's the thing, though. He still keeps getting it. Yep. So Nate Thrasher cannot get the heat. If Jaleek Swole still keeps getting factory rides. The only reason I do it with Nate Thrasher is because I know it'll get you fired up. Yeah. Well, it's true. Because you get upset about it. Because I like Nate but Thrasher. Nate Thrasher and Jaleek Swole, essentially to me, are like the same thing. No, they're not even close. Thrasher Thrasher is a tick better. No, he's way better. He's Jaleek a Swole tick is never, better. No, he's way better. Did, no. No, I'm not going to let you do that. He's way better. <laughs> he's way fucking better. He's way better. He has three Supercross okay. wins. He's two ticks better. That two ticks better is fucking just better doesn't fucking matter. It's still top 10 all the fucking time. Look, I'm going to average both their finishes now at the end of the year because now I want to see. Yeah, because I don't really care about Jaleek Swole, though. I'm just going to say, I just want to see, like, what is their average finish outside of that win. My, my whole point to all this is, and this is the last thing I'll say, it has nothing to do just with Nate. It has to do with consistency in the industry. If we're going to sit up here and say that a seventh place, I don't give a fuck if he's a factory rider or not. It's a 250 factory ride. There's nine million of them. If we're going to sit up here and say a seventh is not good, then we just need to fucking give Jet Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence rides, Joe Shimoda and Forkner, fucking RJ, and um, Justin Cooper and Jeremy Martin rides, and everybody else can go fend for them fucking selves. Sweet. That's essential, but that's essentially what you're saying. I'm in. Then, the whole, then motocross won't exist. It won't exist. Motocross is not going to exist soon because World Supercross is taking No, no, no. This is, this, no, no, no. Over, this is... Over. This is this is also a comment for Supercross as well. Mm. Dirt, bikes, dirt bike racing at elite level will not exist. If you're going to tell me that a it seventh... It will for 20 guys. You won't even get 20. Average age over 35. You, won't, you wouldn't even get 20. Call World Supercross. You, cross, wouldn't, cross, you cross. wouldn't even get 20. Or Super Motocross. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just sick and tired of people getting up here and picking and choosing the guys that they talk about. All right, let's move on. Because we gotta get to Kev here in a couple minutes. Ah, uh, Nate Thrash, or sorry, Pierce Brown goes. Uh, no, not, Pierce Brown doesn't have a ride anymore. For tenth, yeah, well, Pierce that's... Brown doesn't have a ride anymore. Okay. Michael Mosman's not there. He doesn't have a ride anymore. Uh, Jaleek Swole, twelve eleven for eleven. He doesn't have a ride anymore. Yeah, that's a fucking good good call there. Uh, Ryder D goes eight thirty seven. Ryder for D doesn't have a ride anymore. He didn't have a ride until two weeks ago when they when they fired Jet Lawrence or Jet whatever Jet Reynolds. Jet Reynolds. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Collie Love, they fired Jet, Jet Lawrence. Yeah, Jet Lawrence. Uh, I don't have any. Uh, Hammaker, 37 DNS. Mumford, 38 DNS. That was I wanna bad. Know, I, I want to know what happened to Seth. He I went think, to Indonesia there hard. Yeah, but like, Fro seems to think, oh, he caught a square edge. But I, with the, how quickly that bike dropped, I think he let a motor go. I think a motor went out. Could have been. Um, oh, 
I want to talk about him. Not that he was anywhere near. Well, for a little bit in the second photo. Okay, uh, make it quick. Jo- Josh Gilbert's teammate in the 250 class, Jorgen Matias Telviku. He's a, he's Say a, that name five times S. Yeah. Well, it was a funny thing. At, at one point when he was running 10th in the second moto. Oh, yeah. We just like, I don't I don't know who this is. Yeah. Uh, I picked him for fantasy because I knew right away he was going to get 100 points. Uh, he's an EMX 250 guy. Um, he's on the same team as Gilbert. He, I don't know where the fuck he's from. I don't know if he's if he's from Finland, if he's from Norway. Something like that. Denmark, anyway, or Slovenia, anyways. 17-17 um, for yep. 17th overall. I knew, I knew right away. Uh, I've watched him in the EMX 250 class. Here's a wild thing, and I know that we had Rick Elzinga. This kind of tells you, though, the depth of our 250 class, mm-hmm. because Jorgen can't even get top three in the EMX 250 class, <laughs> and he went out and got top 20 at our national, Yeah, and he's never been to America. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but cool for him. He's also finishing out uh, the next three rounds. It's something he's always wanted to do. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's... Going beyond that, yeah. Um, which leads me to believe that Gilbert is also going to be here for the next three rounds. Hmm. So that's pretty cool that they're getting a chance. Um, it was funny though. Weege was talking about Gilbert. He's like, "Oh, it's cool to see Gilbert back out here. Yeah. There must be a weekend off." And I'm like, "British series is, is over with Weege. <laughs> Never change, Jason. Never Big change, road buddy. race guy. Yeah, big road race guy. Yeah. All right, cool. So that pretty much uh, sums up Loretta's Unadilla." <laughs> Holster Co. Rants. Didn't get to talk about the cool Super Motocross thing. It's fucking stupid, but anyways. Well, yeah, we'll talk more about it next week. Um, the only thing that's cool that it sounds like our streaming package is going to be condensed. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. So that's cool because fuck off, Flo. Yep. Uh, so anyway, all right, so we're going to take a quick break. We will be back with uh, Privateer Hero Kevin Morans, and then we will wrap this up. So we'll be right back in just a sec. All right, now we've got Privateer Hero Kevin Morans brought to you by the Dirt Bike Depot. Kev, what's up, man? Took about 30 minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes oh, later. No, oh, oh Well, you know, if we ever figure this phone situation out, it'll be a glorious day. 2022. 2022. I can't make a phone call it, from a building. <laughs> uh, you know, first world problems. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of first world problems, tell us about your problems on the weekend. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, good segue. First, first world problems are Kevin needs to qualify better. But, okay, so long story short, uh... I got a set of goggles from uh, Oakley. They were pre-set up. Uh, so that's what I used in first qualifying session, which is actually the most important qualifying session because uh, track's the smoothest. However, uh, tear-offs were put in a manner where they malfunctioned. So I was not able to tear them because they were not – like the little tab was not coming out for me to grab. So if I started a, a, a fast lap and you always are either passing somebody or you catch up to somebody – if I got roosted, it screwed over the lap because I couldn't clear my goggles on. So that was a struggle. I uh, did what I could with it. Uh, and then, yeah, long story short, just vision problems. Uh, so then came back for quality two, was ready to go, and went slower um, because time – well, not not because time qual- or time went out. But I didn't know where I was sitting because – uh, they didn't have anything on the, the TV screen and the cell service went out right before the session started. So I was getting no information while I was out on the track where I was at. Um, so long story short, came up a few spots short. Uh, they didn't even start the 450 LCQ until like 20 minutes late because timing scoring was all sorts of messed up. They had to go grab people from in the pits because they thought they had qualified, but then they ended up not qualifying. It was a complete disaster. <laughs> Um, and then long story short was feeling just fine. Was pretty confident myself. Yes. We had a pretty little stack 
LCQ, but I knew I was capable of getting it done. However, took off the start, slid really bad, immediately came into contact with somebody right off the start, pile up on the inside. I kind of swerved around it, got pretty lucky, and drove myself up into 10th, I don't know, 8th, something like that pretty quickly, uh, and then just bobbed and weaved, fought back and forth with a couple people, and then was right behind uh, Walker and Lane. And I knew that the race between us three, whoever took it, was going to transfer straight in. And, uh, yeah, just fell up a little bit short. Just didn't quite have enough time. I wish we would have had another lap or two because, like, Meshi was starting to fall back. There's a couple guys that were kind of fading a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just too too little, too late, and that's, that's all she wrote. So it is what it is. Well, honestly, it's a good thing that you text me back when you did here to uh, call into the show because uh, Justin said we were pulling the sponsorship if you didn't text back in five minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. So never said that. Justin gave this guy a hat. Wow, never said that. Justin almost yanked the sponsorship right out from underneath you. Oh man, that's a dick move, buddy. So (laughs) Yep. He almost say how do you save five hundred bucks a month on your bills? Well, you just go ahead and pull that sponsorship. Hey now, that's a dick hey move, Trey. I never said that. I wasn't doing it. You were the one who said it. Look, Justin, I just said, look, he should give more. Justin was the chief financial officer over here, and he was the, yeah, that was his call. He was like, look, if this guy doesn't answer in five minutes, number one, I'm going home. Number two, we're pulling the sponsorship. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so there we are. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, fair yeah. enough. Well, I answered, so let's keep this shit rolling. Uh, so <laughs> can we talk about the new build? The uh. Which one? The the CR? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily released to the public, but... Oh, well, we don't have to foremost, talk, we Moto have to talk about it. Show, Moto Aftermath Show gets it first. Uh, yeah, we have acquired a CR500, and we are in the works of getting parts and everything to show up so we can uh, do our next two-stroke build with a 1985 all-original uh cr 500 where the hell did you find this thing at dude our neighbor had it my neighbor my next door neighbor which they like haven't been here for since i was a kid but they've been here for the last i don't know eight years probably and yeah he had it in his garage and he was just like my dad had seen it before but i didn't know about it and then he was just kind of like you know just been sitting there for five years and he hadn't done anything with it. And my dad asked him if he'd sell it. And he's like, ah, yeah, you know, probably. And I was like, uh, done deal. <laughs> Did you get a sweet deal so, on it? Uh, we're going to keep that under wraps. But uh, <laughs> let's just say it's going to be a pretty legit bike. Sweet. Kev, are you going to ride this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so Kev's not going to have kids when he's done riding because his balls are going to get <laughs> rattled off. <laughs> See, that's what I keep hearing, but so another thing, uh, this is not a just a 500 uh, C, or CR500. This is a CR580. It has been bored out 80 cc's over. Even better. Kev, you're really testing fate with this thing. Look, our next build after this is a Mako 750. Oh, God. We can fucking, Jesus Christ, do a Perfect. Can- Cannondale 540. We're just going big boy. However... However, it depends on what parts we can find, whether we have to take it back to original or uh, keep it the way it is. I don't know. It just depends on what you know parts are available right now because that's all an absolute crapshoot right now anyway because nothing is available. So we will see. But, uh, yeah, should be pretty pretty legit. 
I will tell you this: uh, get some uh, custom rubber mounts for the <laughs> for the engine mounts, and that helps a little bit uh-huh. with vibration. Good deal. I'm actually need to try to find somebody who has a uh, aftermarket fork clamp set up for it that I can put modern forks in. But I don't know if we're going to be able to find something like that. Kev's really testing fate with this one. <laughs> other, other. Uh, so, any uh, any particular races we might use this CR500 in a hill climb. Uh, what do you say? A hill climb. <laughs> um, so I haven't got the official invite yet, but I'm working to try to get an invite to Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Whether I race the 500, I don't know. Do you want to race the 500? <laughs> yes, duh. Uh, I probably don't want to because I that's a lot of bike, and I've never even ridden one ever. So I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Uh, however... Um, I do have a 125 ready to go. I have a CR500 that can be ready to go if that's all I can race. Or if I get an invite on a 250, uh, we're going to buy a 250 and we're going to Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So, I think be uh, Kev is going to do his part to make sure the Moto Aftermath show has representation at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. And yes. you're going to be on ESPN while you do it. This is what I like to hear. Yeah, you know, so, but. If you pull the sponsorship, there's going to be no representation. <laughs> All those checks are finally yeah, starting those, to pay off. Fuck here. those guys. Justin. Uh, whoa, whoa. Um, did we uh, did we come up with a supercross track layout over the break? Nah, that's all this guy talks about. Uh, no, I talked to the select crew that is coming to build said track. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a design layout by Friday. Okay. So, uh, I did talk to a couple uh, equipment companies. I've got dozer wheel loader skid loader all on lock ready to go sick um dad and i are actually playing with a sprinkler system that we're kind of working on as well to even make watering better just a flip of a switch uh so it's coming together slowly but surely it's coming together so this whole media thing we're doing here with me coming to ride this is how perfect yes. this is how perfect I have made this, okay? This weekend I raced, there was a local race at Redbud. Oh Jesus Christ. Because okay. of the, because of the vet class I raced, there are only one other select class I'm allowed to run if I, I want to run two. I think if you tell him this, he might not. No, no, no. This is perfect. This is perfect. He's going to love this. Kev is a media guy. He's going to love this. So Kev, I also oh, shit. I also raced D class this weekend. <laughs> D? Yes. Yes, lower than C. How is D. that legal? Because of the vet <laughs> class I race, that is the only other class I'm allowed to race that I won't get yanked out of my vet class. So, so yeah. And by the way, Kev, I did not win. Some kid yarded me the first moto. Like, and I didn't ride Travis. back. I didn't ride back. No, no, no. Travis. I didn't. No, <laughs> Kev's no. real no, unhappy no, with Kev, you right now. Kev, let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Just okay? keep going, Kev. Just keep going. Let me tell you shit. this. Nope. Stop. So I have my Lit Pro through through my watch or whatever, right? Yeah. I, I picked up four seconds a lap over what it what I rode at Redbud last year. So I was, okay. I was four seconds a lap faster, and my fastest lap was the last lap of my second moto of my second class of the day. So like So the last time you were on the track. Literally the last lap I was on the track for the day was fastest. I rode two classes, four motos, one practice session, and my fastest lap was my last lap of the day. And I did not ride bad. Okay. I rode fairly well yesterday. And this kid in D class 
yarded me the first moto. I loved the disappointment. Okay, what about second moto? Uh, second moto, I actually... So, they dropped us with open C, okay? Okay. And the first moto... Like they're You're like kidding. No. Hold on. Rewind. Okay. They dropped at the same time or like separate gate drop? No, they dropped us separate, but there were only like five of us in D class. One dude didn't even race. I don't know what the fuck he okay. was doing. And another dude crashed out the first moto and then didn't race the second. So there technically were like three of us, okay? <laughs> so get this. Gotcha. So so first moto, this kid yards me. Like, um, uh, you know Redbud. So that first tabletop you hit down in the valley T1. by the black dirt there, T one. Um, yes. Like you guys usually come down and do a right hander, but on amateur day, we just go th- do a little S curve through the black dirt and, you know, hit it. Uh, the, okay. fir- the first moto, this kid goes inside on the left hander before that and then launches that whole jump. And I'm like, okay. dude, in my vet class, which is technically a C class I ride, three quarters of the guys don't jump that from the outside. And this dude just launched yeah. it in D class from the inside. Like, I'm a stretch to be in D class, and this kid's like, what the fuck is he doing? Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, where were we going with this? What were we talking he about? I was asking him how you did the second moto. Oh, so second moto. So they dropped us with C, right? So first moto, like I got lapped by like five dudes in the C class, which I'm like, I'm not riding bad, and these kids are lapping me in three laps. Like C class, air quotes, right? Second race, I the kid was beating me, and he was pretty gone. And then like the second lap, all of a sudden, like I caught him. And, like, I don't know if he went down or something, but I, like, all of a sudden could see him again. was probably within, like, four or five seconds. And on the third lap, I was uh-huh. catching him. And then the C-class kid who won passed me in the last turn going over the finish line. And I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. So, needless to say, I didn't get a chance to catch him pass him, but I did catch him the second moto. I love Kev's disappointment when he told me <laughs> riding D-class. He's Dude, like, Travis. Every, Travis. Everybody yesterday was like, what are you doing riding D-class? I'm like, it's the only one they'll let me ride, and I wanted to ride two class. I wanted more track time. Leave to, me alone. You need to snip that moment when Kev's voice just gets a little bit. He's like, Travis. But, Kev, okay, picture, oh boy, picture this. Here is how I've got this. D-class to Supercross in two months. Tell me that's not going to be awesome. That's a good YouTube title. Bingo! Oh, my God. Thank you. Like, this is going to be the best thing ever. Because literally, I'm going to be able to sit down and be like, all right, so here's how my 2022 season went. I start my, I do my first race in like June. I jump off the track three times the first moto. It's fucking terrible. (laughs) It's fucking absolutely terrible. Then I go and I run D class and I get beat, which is amazing. And now here we are in October. I'm riding Supercross. And to top it all off, you can start the video with you walking out of the trailer with a gallon of milk in your hand and a protein. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome, Kev. It's going to be awesome. Uh, just hopefully you don't die. From D-Class to Supercross in two months. That's cool. Yikes. I'm, I'm excited, bro. I rode really well yesterday. I was really pumped. For myself, I rode really well. Everybody else out I'm there. I'm proud about. of you. I'm proud of you, but I don't think you realize what Supercross is about. I'm pumped, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have been I have oh, been man. slowly building up the jumps on my track a little bit more. So like I'm trying to prepare myself. I made the berms bigger, so it's like really like bull turns now. Like I can't reach the top of it with the bobcat anymore. I have to actually drive up it to reach the top. Like dude, I'm I'm working on it, okay? I'm trying to be as prepared for this as I can be. And then you're going to get out there and be like, "I'm not prepared." I'm so pumped. Dude, I'm so pumped for this. We gotta come up. We gotta figure out when, though. Are you coming up for uh, designations? Did you decide? 
I have not decided. Still okay, great. Cool. Really good Tom. <laughs> what? What? Still trying to get on Team Guam? Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, I haven't heard back, so I'm assuming I am not in that uh, scenario. Well, Team Guam is coming to ride Bucks for practice that week, so. Well, then they're obviously already making plans, and I'm not a part of it, so it's probably negative. Great. So let's come up and get drunk and hang out. You can't say <laughs> you can't say that on the podcast. We gotta. Drunk is a relative term. Kev drinks one fucking sparkling fucking water, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking hammered!" Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bud! Oh, yeah! Oh my god! That Off is one sparkling water. I don't know. He likes the bubbles. You're being a little rude right now. <laughs> uh, am I? A little bit. With you're, what? You're being a little rude. Like I think I think Kev, Kev can handle more than a sparkling. No, he's not. He's not eating any carbs. Oh, yeah, he's not eating bread anymore. Dude, it takes half a drop, and he's like, fuck yeah, dude, I feel this shit. Maybe he would eat a whole loaf of bread after he... <laughs> just Kev just drunk, just fucking pounding bread on the way you back see from it, like, You see Kev's just gone, and then you find him be like, like, behind a motorhome with a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. So it's good. It's not ideal. It's so good. <laughs> no, no, I said... Uh, I was talking to Ashley the other day. I was like, man... When he comes up for either Buck Bash or or Designations or whatever, I want to take him to Texas Roadhouse just because I want to see him sniff just set the, all the rolls on the front the of the roll. table. <laughs> and then when he goes to grab one, you just pull. The, not for you, buddy. Nope, not nope, for sorry, you. not on the diet. Dang, <laughs> y'all gonna do me that dirty? Oh, it's gonna be funny. For yeah, me. it'd be quicker than that. <laughs> it's gonna be funny for me, dude. Should we do a training montage for? For uh, for like TikTok or Instagram, what you need to do is is like oh. when you guys do a cycle ride, like have you in front of him with a loaf of bread and pit, just like, on, no no on the pitter with the fishing pole with, with a loaf the fucking <laughs> Texas Roadhouse roll hanging from it, and Kev just cycling behind trying to and get just it. see like the pissed off look in his face as he gets oh, closer to the roll. It's such good, con- Kev. We got to make this he is, happen. He is not happy. Golly, bro. Dude. You know what's funny? I actually, I actually ate at Texas Roadhouse tonight, and Boom. I was, I was so tempted. I didn't, but I was so tempted. He's like, "Fuck that diet, <laughs> fuck your diet." I'm fuck off. Fuck your Dude. diet. I'm eating bread. I was close to it, but I, yeah, I got, I got to stick with it. All right, well, we'll see. Like Look, shit. we'll see in the off season. All right. <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, did you get my text about Buck Bash? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, which one? Did it? The, the dates? Uh oh yeah, so I think that is like the exact same dates as Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Oh, that's at least as of right now. That is perfect. It is. So now I'm stuck I between believe, a rock and a I hard don't know place. If that, is it? Is it true? Is that true? Is is it same dates? I, I don't know. know I don't know what straight, straight. I don't know what Straight I think, Rhythm. I think is. he actually might be right. I think. Uh, I think if it, I think if Straight Rhythm's not on the 14th and 15th, it's the weekend after. Oh uh, well, but I don't I'm pretty know. sure. I think Kev is right. I think it's 14. Why are you stuck between a rock and a hard place? Because I want to hang out with Kev, but I also want him to be on ESPN. I'm pretty sure if he gets a chance to go to straight rhythm, Buck Bash, he's going to I know. Rhythm. I know. That's why I said I'm between a rock and a hard place because now I'm like hoping that he gets in, but at the same time, I'm hoping he doesn't get in so he can come hang out. Like, it is Look, dude, very, this is a very conflicting interest we'll for me. Hanging out down there with him, and then if he comes up here for MXON. <sighs> yeah. Look, if him, he comes up for MXON and Chris comes, you're going to have a lot of people at your house. Chris isn't staying here. Oh. I don't I, think. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about that. Oh. I was just talking to him. Kev, have you uh, have you seen any of the thing about this Deegan oh, bike? Oh, we don't have time bike for flame that. thing, dude. Yes, uh, he oh, has. All right. God damn it. What are your dude. thoughts? What are your thoughts on this? Talk about the talk about the uh, the shadiest thing ever, bro. I know, right? 
That is some. That is sus. Hey, That's what that is. You want to know what me and Justin decided? We're gonna go hang out at Loretta's for a couple of days towards the end of the week, and I'm gonna get some like 40th place kid to claim a bike, and I'm just gonna have like PC bike, Honda HRC bike, and a fucking Star bike just then, sitting in my garage and then hanging I'm out. Hire a hacker to hack into the ECU. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And then I can just ride them when I want to. But I'm going to claim all three of them. Maybe you can give Kev one of the bikes. Dude, yeah. We get fun, dude, dude, this will be sweet. I haven't. I, there's a YouTube video out there that, uh, I don't know, somebody interviewed the kid. Yep. And yeah. I, I don't know, some thumbnail. I haven't watched that video, but I want to. You should. Is it good? Like, yeah. Is it like, dude straight up got told, like, yeah, you're, we're going to end your career if you go through with this? Uh, pretty, pretty close, yeah. Yeah, you watch it, because he, he explains everything, at least from his point of view. And, again, take it for a grain of salt, because who knows if he's lying or anything. He doesn't seem to be. Seems to be a good kid. Now, positive note, uh, I have an inside track through a local guy who one of that kid's best friends down at the Moto X compound is a local kid that we know. Uh, so I'm sure I'm going to get some more inside information here as we go over the next week or two. Good deal. So, but yeah. All but, in all, Schofield, the kid, he got fucked. Yep. Plain and simple. But like I said, we're going to go claim some fucking bikes, bro, because they can't fucking intimidate me. What are they going to do? We'll end your moto career. <laughs> bro, I rode D-class last weekend. Look, there isn't a moto career here. It'll give me a reason to punch Cotter. Everything is fine over here. I just want that bike. So thanks. Here's my 20 grand. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dude, I mean, it, it pisses me off because it's like you're just going to intimidate kids into not uh, claim. Like, like, if it was something in my opinion very shady for example say a motor builder trying to get his hands on it something like that i'd be like eh, whatever you know this is just people in the industry playing back and forth but from my understanding this is a 17 year old kid who is literally wrenching on bikes at the compound that he's training at to earn money to claim this bike so that he can like ride it and see what a fucking factory bike because he's not going to go factory He's never going to ride a factory bike, ever. He's not even Didn't on the- Didn't he win a championship? Did he? No. If he won a championship, Schofield, it would have been in Canada. Okay, I saw him, like a, a profile photo of him or something like that with him with a number one plate. I, might, thought, might, I thought he- It might have been from Canada because he's, he's, he's from Canada, so it might have been up in there. Got in the, you. Yeah, it might I have been Canada. He beat, I thought he beat Deegan in no, the, in the no. race that- that he claimed his bike in. No, no. this no, is just no, a kid no. that's. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, he just he want. He, he's like, hey, I made the money and I want to claim it. Yeah, which it's his right. It's a fucking rule. I mean, Travis talk about it. if they don't want people to do it, don't make it a fucking rule. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. Needless to say, it's a very sketchy shitball situation here, and it makes Yamaha and Tim, Tim Cotter. Cotter all look like fucking dick balls. So. Yep. Yeah, dude. And Hayden Deegan hype, man. And it's just going to be there at Iron Man because that's when he's going pro. And that Matt Walker dude can go fuck himself also. (laughs) Matt's a little. Have you ever had any uh, interaction with Matt Walker, Kev? I don't believe so, unless maybe one time or two times at like Camp Boom Diggity, but other than that, no. He's he's a peach. (laughs) Oddly enough, he's from the peach state. Oh, man. So, So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kev, you, uh, you, me, and Justin all be hanging out at Iron Man. Are your parents coming? Yep, yep. Fuck. Coming. Yes, this is like a reunion. Look, now if we could just get Tom to say, like, is he coming or not, it just, you know. It's like 50-50. He's probably not coming. It, a- no, it's like 50-50. So it's actually like. He keeps telling me he's coming. So it's actually like 80-20 to the not. No, nah, I give it 50-50 still. Oh, okay. 
That's cool. It's pretty much 50-50 until he's actually in the truck with us going. Yeah, until we actually get ready to roll out of the driveway and we see him pull up or not. Kev, are you driving or are you flying there? I'm driving to that one because I got to take all my stuff off the rig. Uh, you gonna you gonna hang out Sunday if your boy races? He's like, who's my boy? What'd you say? I said, are you gonna hang out Sunday if your boy races? And by your vet class here, and by his boy, he means him. Yeah, duh. Probably a negative. I Ooh. plan on leaving as soon as Damn the races it. are over. Probably. <sighs> God, I was really hope you were gonna hold the pit board that says "Go faster." <laughs> or you suck. Yeah, or you suck, or gas is on the right, asshole. Not on the left. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, because right after that, I'm going to be fully, fully ready to go for uh, just getting everything prepped for Supercross track build. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we'll have to. Right after that. I'm going to say, we'll have to talk. We'll have to figure out dates here because, like, my September is obviously pretty full, plus you're building the track that month. Yeah. And then October, we'll have to figure out with Straight Rhythm and uh, Buck Bash what the fuck's going on. So. Yeah. I need to start putting a schedule together. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to figure it out where we're not fucking up your shit too bad. And uh, well, I got to figure it out. That's with- all right. Because I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my new bikes, whether I'm going to powder coat them like we did last time or I don't know. I haven't decided. Well, see, you can mail the stuff up here and then I'll just bring it with me when I come down. I would be down for that. See, see, saves on shipping. Only shipped one way. Hey, so what's up with? I, I'm not funny. I just saw Instagram. And I saw a video of Himes or whatever. Why is he not racing? Just because he just didn't perform? He that was not a good ranch performance he, by him. He's not ready. No, he got slapped around. I mean, what has he been doing? So it really. It really, long. it really depends here. So number one, he's super young. He's only like sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, so 10, that that's oh. a thing. He's he like he's he's really young. Um, number two, gotcha. didn't it, know that. Yeah, number two, it really depends. So Justin heard from him that he's been suffering from an injury, which I'm not sure how much I believe because I just listened to Weimer on uh, Stu's podcast say that well he's not hurt. We just essentially. When Honda signed him, they had no amateur team at that point here. Um, so they weren't really sure what to do with them. So, like, they gave them bikes and they gave them parts, but they haven't really been around to help them develop the bike a whole lot. Okay. Because uh, they just didn't know what they were doing amateur side-wise. So, um, so essentially, Hymas and his dad and Weimer have been trying to develop that bike themselves for him. Uh, which has been somewhat of a struggle street. And he he was very open about like, Honda has been great in helping us with whatever they can, but there isn't an actual team of technicians and stuff set in place to help them test and, and do things like that. So it's kind of like they kind of figure out what they want. They call Honda, Honda sends it to them. They install it type shit essentially is what I'm, what I'm hearing. So look, he just didn't do good enough for his interesting. Bike yeah. So so needless to say, yeah, it didn't go well. And what Weimer thought the other day was that they would go through they would do a lot like what they did with Jet, where he'll go through a full supercross prep this year. And if they think he's good enough to go pro as far as supercross goes, then they'll throw him in one of the one of the coast. Uh, but if not, probably just do a full prep and uh, get ready for outdoors, and uh, and then we'll see him outdoors next year 
for starting at like the first round or whatever. Interesting. That's at least what they're talking about. The super, no, the super interesting thing is, I don't know how closely you follow this. Rider D hasn't had a pro contract here. And now all of a sudden he's got a pro contract. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But what we're, but what's interesting is up until essentially Loretta's here, he did not have a pro contract. He was, it was very well known that he did not have a pro. Con- Don't fuck with the cord. Fucking idiot. What are you doing? Rare. <laughs> well, dude, you can barely hear us as it is. This Look, is the iPad's rough, over there now. This is a rough connection, and Justin's over here playing with a fucking cord. Okay, guys, let's get along. Remember now. earlier wow. when I said, man, I say this with all the love in the world, but you're fucking stupid? That was stupid, too. That's like the fucking sexton. You're fucking stupid. Like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, what did, oh my goodness Kev, what did you so think anyway yeah pretty wild stuff yeah what did you think about sexton beating tomac both motos yesterday bro the dude was on fire <laughs> like i don't i don't even know what to say besides like can't wait to watch them at, at mxon it's gonna be awesome hopefully they can win that with a sparkling dude, water I, in your hand I, honestly I don't know. I mean, it being on Red Bud, Chase riding the way he's riding, I think he has potential of beating Hurling straight up. Hurling's isn't going to be there, so he's definitely going to be there. I know. Him. I know. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if Hurling, I'm ah. saying if Hurling was, was to race. Oh, well, Justin's getting red in the face. Hold on here. He's going to start spitting. Well, I, look, I love Kevin. I respect his opinion. I, I disagree, but unfortunately, Hurling's won't be there. I'm sorry. What is that? I can't hear you yeah. with Hurling's dick in your mouth. Look, I'm sorry. He's just he's the best. I'm just saying if I you think could, he has a chance. If you he could pull that chance. Dutch wiener out of your mouth a little bit, we could probably understand the words you're saying more. I mean, I feel the same way when you talk about Jet. Look, we're not going to comment on that because... Oh, no, he's 19, so okay. I guess that's not... He's a minor. We're not going oh, there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Any fucking ways. Anyway. No, hopefully they can hold it together. It's going to be It's going to be tougher than people will realize. Uh, for us, but hopefully we can get a win. You know, it's been way too fucking long. Yep. Indeed. So, all right. You know, and if Kev decides to come up, he can watch it in person. With a sparkling water in his hand. Why do you keep thinking he's going to be drinking during the day while we're there? He's going to be drinking sparkling water. Yeah, that's a very far-fetched statement. He's going to be drinking water. Actually, it's probably going to be cold. Sparkling so. water is water. It just has carbonation water. in it, you fucking morons. What are you guys talking about? Drink sparkling water. You're just going to drink water. <sighs> Look, Andrew Tate says that we should drink water with bubbles in who it. Who the fuck is Andrew Tate? Well, if you don't know who Andrew Tate is, then you don't know shit. <laughs> is that a real statement? Kev, do you know who Andrew Tate is? Andrew? or Yeah. And who? The top G, Andrew Tate. The top G. What did you just call him? The top G. Why do you call him that? You need to look him up. Why? Because then you'll understand. Is he dumb? It's pretty funny. Oh, so it's a joke. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, it's not a joke. He's serious. Is he the ex-UFC fighter? No, he's the ex-kickboxer. Oh, he's the one that Jake Paul wants to fight. Yes. Yeah, they're both stupid. Fuck those guys. Uh, Fuck Jake Paul. Fuck Andrew Tate. They're both stupid. Yeah, they're they're real dumb. Anyways. Anyways. Wow, that went off the rails. That went off the rails quick. All right, well, Kev, this has been a productive phone call. Indeed. Happy uh, we can hear each other. Yeah. Look yeah. forward to talking to you guys about racing next weekend because, uh, yeah, it's not happening again. So we'll Yeah, because if you don't weekend. make it again, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry. What was that? Did you just have a stroke? What did you just say? (laughs) No, no. The Dutch wiener went a little deeper (laughs) in his mouth there. I did, but it was. And he couldn't finish his sentence. Go go (laughs) ahead. Finish the gag reflex. Uh, Yeah, yeah. He was just like. (laughs) I said, you know, you better make it in the motos because Trash said he's gonna pull the sponsorship if you don't. I'm I'm only hearing this coming out of your mouth, Justin. Well, I didn't say it. I told you, Justin's (laughs) the one who said this shit. Justin is the one threatening to pull this sponsorship. That's not true, buddy. I love you. Which is ironic because I haven't seen him stroke a check for this ever. Yeah, it's true. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Oh, ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, quit playing with the fucking cord. Let's wrap this up, bro. All right, bro. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Good luck next week. I'll I t- appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Later, buddy. See you. All right. Bye. <sighs> Well, oh, I made a weird noise. that's because it was FaceTime audio. Oh, that's right. You can't actually make actual phone calls off the iPad. Nah. So, any who's and what'sons? Any who's and what'sons? All right, anything else you want to talk about here before we wrap oh, this up? I haven't seen the motos yet, but uh, Timmy G just won his fourth world title. <sighs> wow. Wrapped it up early. They still have two rounds to go. <laughs> 18 rounds left, and he's the world title. Yeah, he's been sandbagging for the last couple rounds. I mean, he's been getting some resistance and stuff. Like, there's been guys that have gone in and beat him straight up. But, uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched the motos yet. I have him on uh, my DVR, but he I did see that he wrapped up another one. Hmm. But he's only going to have to get, like, fifth or better to wrap it up. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Congrats to Timmy G. It's fucking awesome. Um, really hope that Slovenia can pull some funding together to be at Redbud because uh, they actually have a decent team this year, but everything I'm hearing is is they're not going to go. Hmm. It's just a lot of money for them. Interesting. Especially considering everybody that would be on that team. Yeah. Timmy G's the only factory guy. You want to know what I feel so good about right now? Hmm. The fact that I feel like I am such a shitty rider, but yet when I tell people I ride D-Class, everybody who's seen me ride is like, what the fuck are you doing? Makes me feel better. You get a boner? I can maybe ride a motorcycle a little better than I thought I could. You're gonna th- <laughs> we'll come back to you after you make two laps on a supercross track and look bro i jumped off the track three times the first moto this year at battle creek it didn't look promising for me here at least you're racing because cole's not cole's gonna get a sprint enduro title or something Oh, we've been doing this for way too many hours straight. I'm getting slap happy. We are. It's almost 930. I gotta Jesus. go to bed. I gotta go fucking eat food and then go to bed. All right, man. Well, this has been another episode of Moto Aftermath Show. Thanks to our sponsors. Links in the description. Thanks to Kev for calling in, even though he didn't have much to talk about here because we didn't make the motos. Justin's gonna yank that sponsorship. <sighs> make your wall a little bigger. <laughs> Great. <laughs> bigger Pockets Podcast. How did you do it? Yanked a sponsorship I didn't fucking need. Kid was dead weight. We were dragging him along. Oh, I'm just kidding. I love that guy. Uh, I can't wait to go hang out at his house for a couple of days. Yeah. Never really hung out with him outside of a moto set. I mean, it's going to be doing moto, but like, it's yeah. always been moto shit. We're going to be hanging around his mom and dad for two days. Sick. <laughs> I love his if, mom. If Starling's there, I want to ask him about that one time when we were in Texas and he sprayed himself in the eye with WD-40. Sounds like a fun time. Anyway. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week with our Bud's Creek wrap up show. And, and Travis uh, can talk about his vet fest weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we are not racing D class there. <laughs> no, is there even a D class available? No, we're us? gonna race thirty novice. Okay. So if you had a two stroke, you could ride two stroke class. 
Yeah, I could, although there's probably some really fast two-stroke guys, so eh, that's going to go well. But anyway, so, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, we'll be back next weekend. We'll talk about my riding again. I'm going back to Red Bud again and with a lot of confidence. And, uh, yeah, I mean, spun a lot of laps this weekend. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, and like I said, we'll wrap up Bud's Creek and just continue on here. Three more rounds to go. Three rounds to go. Wow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next week.